Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If I say it with enough want. Fiction. Will it make it so? It's what we like to call. No. Thursday. Eve. Thursday. <laughs> Where's my Yemi? Huh? You're so clever. Don't I get an Emmy for saying things like that? It's what we call Friday Eve. Congratulations. Here's your 4,000th Emmy. Just doesn't get as good as that. Hey, super good morning, everybody. Good morning. On this Thursday morning, I did not watch the Padres last night. No? Not even a little? No, and I wanted to. So, what stopped you? I feel like I'm... I feel like staying... You don't believe in sports whammies, do you? Or do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. I'm going to find... I'll find welcome in your arms on this one. I feel staying away is better for the team. You haven't had good luck when you've tuned in? They do better when I stay away. Okay, then stay away. Thank you. Why did I just say thank you? I don't know. You missed nothing. Thank you. <laughs> That's not what I heard. I started getting texts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to turn it on right in the beginning. I knew it was like a 640 game last night, and I wanted to turn it on because it was uh, the hat night. Yeah. And I knew it was going to be jammed. Mm-hmm. And it's the flipping Mets. Yeah. It's good baseball. And all the flipping Padres. I stayed away. But then the text started coming in. Padres just hit their 9,000th home run last night. <laughs> what? In one game. <laughs> of course, that means nothing. It was only like the fifth inning or something like that. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I stay away. Did you watch? Um, my husband was watching on his phone, and he kept saying, I need to switch to the TV. And I said, nope, they're doing well with you on your phone. We're not oh, switching it. Okay. You do believe in sports <laughs> yes, whammy. I do. All right. Put it out there. What is it? Putting it out there. Yeah. Big on the putting yeah. it out there theory. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's a bunch of hooey, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't think we, I mean, hey, if you sit at the right place on the couch with your hat just right, I don't think it influences the game. You don't? <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> it's part of being a fan and fun and all that stuff yeah don't know how it ended we'll find out and that new live golf tournament starts today okay mm-hmm. are you gonna watch if it's not good enough to be on a TV <laughs> I'm going to watch it on my phone like a double-knot spy. No. <laughs> There's big names in it, right? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
you have a YouTube channel on your TV, you might be able to pick it up there. I haven't done the machinations yet, but you might be able to watch it on your big screen on the YouTube. I do have it. Every time I turn on my... My TV, I think, is like... Uh, I'm holding on to this TV because it's chugging along. It's chugging along. Good. It's got the YouTube app on it, but every time I... Every time I turn on the YouTube part of it, it's like I'm asking a gymnast to do something in the Olympics that no one's ever done before. Yeah. <laughs> it's a learning curve. Yeah, I can actually hear my TV take a breath when it's like, <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> What's weird is you're on your big screen watching TV and you go to YouTube and you get a video of one of us and we're, wa- you know, one of our crazy videos uh-huh. and we're watching us on TV. Ah! <laughs> You kissing Boyer's butt on a big screen. Exactly. <laughs> wow, wow. What's going on? Any excitement in your world? Gosh, no. We had such a lazy day. Me too. And it was, we were, I don't know how it was. At your house, my house was so foggy and just kind of, it was very um, June gloomy. Mm-hmm. So we just felt lazy. Mm-hmm. I felt lazy mostly because I was. <laughs> I just didn't want to do anything. Yeah, we didn't either. At all. But I uh, I did go through my mail. Oh. And I got this from Teresa, who says, Hey, Dave, I know in your heart you're going to love this story. Sorry in advance for any flashbacks. Hmm. And I do a lot of editing on this. Okay. What started as normal, playful, sexy time session with my boyfriend took quite a turn this evening when I took a quick trip to the Deep South. Okay. Oh, Deep South. Is that different than the South? <laughs> Don't complicate it. Okay. Just making sure I understand and I'm tracking. But I felt a bump that's not normally there. I didn't want to prematurely panic or ruin the mood, so I waited a minute for a natural break so I could take a breath (laughs) and glance down. Uh And I saw a small, dark bump at about half-mast. Well, that was it. I hopped up and I turned on the light much to his confusion, and I looked closer. Oh, no. It was a tick! (laughs) In my mouth! (laughs) Dave. I ran to the bathroom for tweezers and quickly got it removed. There was some bleeding. As you might expect, sexy time was over. I can't stop thinking about that tick in my mouth. Uh. Uh. (laughs) Nice music. (laughs) It's helping. The other day we had played uh, frisbee golf in high grass, so I imagine that's where he picked it up, but who knows? It's just... So gross. But I love your show, Yavel. All the cool guys have ticks in their pants. <laughs> well, that was sweet of her. 
Why? Both of them. Poor both of them. Not good. No. That's just not good. That's why I imagine Chris Boyer has a thorough uh, physical inspection of all specimens before any intimacy is engaged. Oh, you have to check that out. Put them out on a slab like a corner. <laughs> yep. Bright lights. Bring down the microphone. Mm-hmm. Make all your recorded notes. <laughs> Specimen appears to be in good health. Exactly. You want to know what you're getting into? Yeah. Before you get into it. Before it goes into your mouth. Because once you're into it, mm. it's a little late. How do you go back? It's too late to turn back now. The Cornelius Brothers. And would, you, uh, <laughs> would you return to a, a tick-infested area? If that's the only black dot in the area, probably I'd be okay going back. You'd be in your mind. You'd be able to get over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good man. The other little black dot. No. Oh. You're a very generous lover. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Emily? Could you go back, or would you always be thinking about the tick? It would take a while. Would you always be like, hmm, before anything happens here, let's uh, check you out. Ah, uh, yeah, we're going to check you for Let's ticks. see if you've been to Tick Town. Uh-huh. Picked up any passengers. Uh-huh. Brad Paisley will now be our theme song. I'm a little itchy now. <laughs> <laughs> what purpose do they serve? Nothing. Other than to make... And if you know the right cool. answer in the eco chain, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. So gross. And don't they bring diseases and yes. Lyme disease and yes. all that nonsense? Make us really sick. I don't like those. Mm-mm. You ever had one? You ever had one on you? No. How about a leech? Any any kind of animal other than a mosquito? You ever had an animal attach itself to you thinking, hmm, I'll drain this creature of its life force? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Only the threat of it from Melinda wanting to suck my blood. Hmm. That seventh grade vampire. Mm-hmm. I wish you'd bring in your seventh grade uh, annual. I'd like to see what this chick looks like. Oh, I'll find her. Oh. <laughs> Chainsaw, you ha- in all your outdoors days, you must have picked up a, t- a tick or a chigger or some kind of. I've had things that have had to barnacles be t- tweezed off. I don't know what they were exactly, but yeah, living creatures. Yes, mm-hmm. and, my, and my son had a tick on his ear when they went out uh, oh. in, the, in the brush. Oh. Up in Carlsbad with his buddies. Ear ticks. Yeah. It was on the outside, thank God. Yeah, I mean, you know, my my sympathies, it's no scrotal tick. No. Uh, you had that one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's when my father came at me at the campsite <laughs> with a glowing hot jackknife. Yeah. Oh, get rid of him. I'm gonna get rid of your son. <laughs> no, I want to see her in seventh grade. Oh, okay. I don't want to see her all washed up trailer park picture. <laughs> you never let her drink your blood? No. Mm-hmm. Never stopped to wonder. I wonder what paths our lives would have taken <laughs> if I had allowed myself <laughs> to be a part of. The eternal evil damned. Uh, I let her drink my blood. No, I had never thought about that. Think about that. <laughs>
Strange. So like I said, I know there was a lot of action last night. And Fernando Tatis Jr. hat night. That's right. What else is going on? Yeah, a rubber match was bouncing last night at Petco. Live Golf tees off today. Yes, indeed. And the pivotal game three of the NBA Finals. All next with the Chainsaw. Home of the... Down again. It's 101 KGB rocking you for 50 years. It's a DSE radio show. Did you see the uh, Warriors were in Boston last night? Or, I don't know, the 78th round of this year's championship? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> the Warriors are like, they're at the, what is that called? The Garden? Yes. Boston Garden. Boston Garden. The Warriors are like, Something's not right here. Something's not right. Can someone check the basket for us? And it turns out the Celtics had made the Warriors basket like a foot too high. (laughs) Whoops! Whoops! They immediately had Bill Belichick brought out for a Senate subcommittee hearing. I love it. Sorry about that. We'll fix that. Here is the Chainsaw now with sports on the KGB. Good morning. Well, good morning and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody. In most sports world, the Padres' bats have awakened. Jake Cronenworth led the charge last night in the rubber match against the Mets at Petco Pyre. Cronenworth hits it towards right center field. That ball's going to get down. From second, Kim will score. Behind him comes Profar. Throw to the plate will be late, and the Padres have a 6-0 lead. High fly ball down the right field line. Off the bat of Cronenworth. Will it get there? It will! Into the crown zone! <laughs> Three-run home run for Jake Cronenworth. Woo. The Padres taking 11-0 lead. Goal! <laughs> Thank you, Don Orsillo. Uh, five RBI for Cronenworth. Manny had a pair of solo taters in a 13-2 stomping. Oh. Uh, Padres take two out of three from the National League East division leading Mets. Now 35 and 22. The Padres now sit a game and a half back of the Dodgers in our division and three up on St. Louis for the top wild card spot. Mm. Last night was Fernando Tatis Jr. night at Petco, where fans received a commemorative wrist cast emblazoned <laughs> with his signature and Padres logo. Yeah. And a- oh, I'm sorry, it was a commemorative Fernando Tatis hat. Yeah, that's right, which is very, very cool. Uh, They were planning to give them away to the first 35,000 fans in attendance, which means the remaining 3,204 hats will now be available in the gift shop. I don't get it. Last night's attendance was 31,796, which is still pretty darn good for a Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. The three previous Wednesday night home games fell a bit shy of 30,000. Thank you for that. Welcome. Day off today, Padres host the 24, Jack Bauer, and 32 uh, Colorado Rockies this weekend. Shaggy bearded Phil Mickelson and his buddies tee off the Live Golf Invitational in London to die. The first of eight events this year, five of which will be in the United States. Live, or L-I-V, is Roman numerals for 54, or birdie golf on a par 72, but it's also, maybe more importantly, the number of holes in these tournaments. Three rounds instead of four, 54 holes instead of 72, 54, L-I-V, 
Live. Oh, my. I don't get it. Well, I think you do. Isn't that interesting? You can watch this tournament today through Saturday on LiveGolf.com, YouTube, or Facebook. Yeah. Dude, f*** Facebook. Seriously. Oh, Ah. watch on one of the other two. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the national that? I got a Facebook joke. Here it comes. Facebook is so whiny. Can you imagine your great-grandmother's Facebook post? It'd be like, I washed five loads of laundry down by the creek today. Hurt my finger, it had to come off. And oh, I'm pregnant again. Association. In game three of the finals, the Boston Celtics pulled away from the visiting Golden State Warriors, who missed a lot of shots on that 11-foot bucket. Uh, 116-100 to take a two games to one lead for Boston. Game four is Friday night in Boston. In other sports, David? I read a post last night about sports records that will probably never be broken. Mm -hmm. Glenn Hall was a hockey goalie back in the 50s and the 60s. Played for the Blackhawks, among other teams. He played 502 games straight. Mm. 502 straight. Compare that to today's 82-game season, and goalies hardly ever play more than 75% of a season. This guy went 502 games straight, and Sarah, hockey mom, you're going to love this, never wore a mask. Oh, my God! (laughs) A goalie, no mask. Give his mother a heart attack. Oh, my God! Yeah, think back to the days when football players never wore helmets and hockey players did not. Goalies did not wear masks. There's no way he has one tooth. Not one. Not one. This guy, Glenn, he's alive. He's 90 years old right now. He's alive and kicking. Oh, my God. And he's a double N, Glenn. Wow. (laughs) Aren't they the worst? The worst. Okay. All right. And this is your Weather with Five. KJBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Time for a look at traffic with the DST on KGB. 15 southbound, an accident is blocking the shoulder at Via Rancho Parkway. Traffic is slow from South Center City Parkway. And on the 85 northbound, they're clearing up an accident just before the 52. This traffic report is sponsored by Think Blue San Diego. Rain and debris in your gutters and roads is not treated before going into your waterways. That water carries trash and chemicals into our ocean. Think Blue San Diego works to prevent that pollution. And you can help. Learn how at thinkblue.org. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Just saw Dr. Oz on TV. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's he's making the transition from. Well, I guess he's first he was a quack, uh-huh. and then he became a quack on TV. Right. And now he's going to be a politician. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Is That's he in Pennsylvania point. or something? Yes. Like uh huh. What's he running for? Uh, is he U.S. senator? Uh, uh. Is he going to be Senator Oz? Guess what he's going for? Yep, Senate. Is that his real name, Oz, or is that a quack TV name? That's a great question. Senator Oz. They uh, had a side-by-side picture of him up against his opponent. Doctor Oz in a suit, looks like a senator, and mm-hmm. some guy in a hoodie, <laughs> yeah. a non-zippered hoodie. Mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. hoodies without a zipper. No. No. Too choky? Uh, confining or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. I've got one at home. 
And against my better judgment, I bought it. You know, the pullover hoodie. Yeah. Uh And I didn't like it, so I ended up cutting a V into the neck. And now I look like I'm trying out for flash dance. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) I don't like it. Did you hem the neck so it wouldn't rip further? No, no. I gave it that nasty, dirty, kind of ripped look. I looked. It is Oz is his last name, but it's with two dots over the O. So I think that means it's Oz, according to Anna. (laughs) (laughs) What other big stories are happening in the Half Big Crackpot News today? Ah, well, did you catch our president on late night TV last night? No, I bet it was a regular (laughs) 60 Minutes. I'm sure it was. Well, him and Jimmy talked about gun control. Did they now? Uh Uh-huh. So we will uh, bring you some audio since you missed it. Does Jimmy Kimmel come in off your mountain, Chris Boyd? Thankfully, no. Oh. You don't like Jimmy? Ah, no. He's a hardcore liberal nut job. Who isn't? Uh, You isn't. Well, his old buddy Adam Carolla is pretty uh, darn good. Smart, well thought out, high responsibility guy. Did you like him on The Man Show? Uh, Who, Kimmel? Yeah. I I watched The Man Show a couple of times. I thought it was fun. Yeah. All right. What else is happening? We'll, we'll hear the president on the Jimmy Kimmel show last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Target is slashing prices. Yeah. Now this is this is really happening, right? Yeah. They've got like too much stuff, and yeah. it's got to go. Everything's got to go because otherwise they'll have too much at the holidays when they want to up the stock. So, so it's still your favorite place to shop, right, uh, ladies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. It's it's right. A, it's so like, you heard about this? I didn't hear about this. Did or did not? I did not hear about this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like legit savings. Like, I never believe Black Friday savings. Oh, okay. I never believe it. But this is actually stuff that's been marked down to, like, cost. Yeah. Holy They're desperate crap. Like, to this get is rid going on now? They're Am desperate I? to get rid of their inventory. Let me see if I can get the exact date that's going to kick in. You've probably oh. missed out on all the good God, stuff. I would. You'll get there now, and all they have <laughs> is pipe cleaners and styrofoam cups. <laughs> well, you can do a lot with that over summer school. Oh, God. <laughs> How is the... <laughs> Do you guys know what's happening at Emily's house? Do no. we want to know? No. No. <laughs> yes. Dave said he was depressed when I told him. Are we going to have a telethon? <laughs> I get depressed every time I think about it. <laughs> it's a hit at my house. Uh huh. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's a like it or you'll get hit at my house. How dare you? <laughs> Emily has. The Wheel of Learning. I know. Stop. Just Say shut it. up. Just shut up. Say it. I don't want to hear anymore. Let all That's your complaints enough. out right now. You ever heard of Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> yes, sir. Watch yeah. last night. That's America's Whee! game. Yay. Right? You spin it, and the thing lands on something fun. You hope. I hope it's not bankrupt or lose a turn, but it might be $10 million, or it might be some Russian oligarch's yacht. Wee! <laughs> this is the same wheel, only it's wheel of learning. Wee! <laughs> so every spot is essentially bankrupt. <laughs> every spot. Actually, that's the. There's only one bankrupt on there, and that's what you're hoping for. <laughs> Otherwise, it lands on a math problem for you to do. Prisoners don't have to do this stuff. <laughs> they don't. If you went to Rikers Island right now, there's no wheel of learning. <laughs> they just don't know about it. They know about it. <laughs> they rioted. 
Geneva Convention says it's cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> Give me an example of what would happen in the Wheel of Learning. Um, so the the thought behind it is because he's going to have blocks of summer school. So spin it, and that'll determine what you're going to learn for the next thirty minutes. Uh, we have not. I have not sat down and done that with him yet, though. You went to Amazon uh-huh. and you bought an actual giant spinning wheel. And you could write things on there, like Twinkie, cupcake. You could yeah. write anything you mm-hmm. want on the okay. little pie slots uh-huh. that the wheel lands on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You could put Twinkie. You could put bike riding, yeah. rock climbing, the zoo. Right. Yeah. Like it wheel be of fun. fun. Uh huh. It could be that. But it's not. But instead, it's the wheel of death by learning. Jesus. <laughs> $42. $79 for the stand-up model. Oh, is typing God. swirly, swirly. <laughs> she wants to give me a swirly for this. <laughs> $112. I did not spend that much. We should have Anna come in right now, throw you over her shoulder. <laughs> Her manly shoulder and drag you off to the men's room and give you a swirl. <laughs> and a titty twister. Mm. God. Make it a double. Wheel of learning. Uh-huh. Has it been uh, pressed into service yet? Yeah, so right now he just spins it and when it lands on something, I'll come up with a question off the top of my head. And then he spins it again and we get a different category. You are the worst. What would you do <laughs> if you're if you came home and your mother had out the wheel of learning? I you'd move. Yeah, I'd leave. You'd run away. I would destroy the house first and then yeah. leave. He uh, loves it. He doesn't know any better. That's that's what's so sad. That he thinks this is probably fun. You're just creating another you. <laughs> Who thinks learning is fun? Yeah, learning is fun. Oh. (laughs) Oh. So heartbreaking. He brought it to the dinner table last night to continue to spin it while we ate. Oh my God. (laughs) Didn't the. uh, Wasn't it the last thing the Menendez parents did was they brought home the wheel of learning? (laughs) (laughs) Avid (laughs) Raycards. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, I, I don't think I'll look it up, but I think it's right. Oh, stop it. Lyle, bring out the wheel of learning. <laughs> Lyle, that's the butcher knife. Put that away. Uh, Lyle, God, wheel of learning. He's, he's earning coupons for rewards. He's already earned. Uh, and what does he get with the coupons? A free math book? Yeah, a book. What does he get? Uh, a book, a sweater. The three he's earned so far were one was for screen time, another was for a trip to the ice cream shop, and another was a movie. All that should just be free. It should just happen because I'm a mom who loves his kid. We have to. Here's an ice cream cone, and we're going to the movies. And you know what we're going to do on the way home? No math. That's what we're going to (laughs) do. No, that's always there's always an opportunity for learning in the car. Oh my god! Learning in the car. (laughs) What? the worst sounding <laughs> summer vacation I've ever heard. My summer vacation that I spent at Maine South taking math for summer school is starting to sound slightly better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. No. 
I don't want him to lose it and go into first grade dumb. You're just like my dad. I don't want you to lose your waking up muscles. So we're going to start waking up early in the middle of July. First graders are dumb. That way no. on the first day of school, you're ready to go. What? Hey, sorry, Dad. you got to get up at midnight for your crap-ass job. That's your bad career choice. Wake me up at noon. Bam. Political prisoners just heard this and thought, well, it could be worse. God. What uh, subjects are on the wheel of learning? Math? Math, reading, uh, writing, geography. Uh. <laughs> What's that? God. Okay. Portuguese. Portuguese. Emily. Art, P.E., Colt's Choice, Parents' Choice. I think those are the ten. It's all Parents' Choice. Gosh, I wonder what the Parents' <laughs> Choice will be. More math. Harder math. <laughs> Or CPS. Stop! There's, there's nothing on the wheel of learning. It's like no learning today, just the movies. Cold's choice. <laughs> so what if he said that? Okay, my choice today is ice cream cones and movies. There, You'd say no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so the wheel of learning is the wheel of lies. <laughs> the wheel of lies. Oh. There's coupons he can earn. No chores today. No school today. Who gets excited about coupons? Even my grandmother was like, oh, David, that's so 18th century. He does. Coupons. He loves getting tickets. I brought home new scissors. Snip, snip. (laughs) God. It's what motivates him. Can I just go to the gulag? You should just have him start eating his lunch in the bathroom now, because that's probably what he's going to be doing anyway. No. Make friends with the janitor, son. (laughs) The God. Eat a coupon. (laughs) Here's a coupon for 10 minutes to yourself with no bothering from your mother. I wish. That would be a treat to me. (laughs) (sighs) The wheel of lies. Learning. Fun. Dreadful. I'm all depressed. So sad. It's so happy. He loves it. That's like what Shelly used to say. My dogs love it when I dress them up like <laughs> little creatures from the 17th century Victorian England. That's <laughs> what all boxers love to do. Dress up like Marie Antoinette. Stockholm well Syndrome. <laughs> when the kidnapped victim begins to sympathize with the perpetrators. I would love to have your son in here and ask him, what would you love since mommy says you love this? An hour of geography or ice cream cones and Top Gun? (laughs) Can't he love both? No one loves (laughs) both. Oh my God, Emily. (laughs) I do. Those both sound awesome. They can't. They do. You brainwashed yourself. They can't both sound good to you. Yes. Jesus. An hour of Okay, I'm ready to go to Top Gun. Hang on, I forgot my slide rule. In case I need to work out the square root of 9,000 in the middle of Top Gun. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) I use them now to practice at home. We play Name is Your Buzzer at home. We're going to the strip club. <laughs> Hang on, I want to bring my abacus. In case I want to work out the tip in Chinese, just for fun. <laughs> what? 
the matter with you? Nothing is the matter with me. You need deprogramming. Mm-hmm. No. Dreadful. You know, this is what happens when people Here we have go. a terrible childhood. We live in a society. Mm-hmm. They try to rework their same childhood problems to a happier conclusion. We're going to do Boyer versus the team today, and the yeah. point of that is learning. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hurt people hurt people. <gasps> wow. Hey, Dave, you're on the DSC. What's going on? Emily, Emily, Emily. Mm-hmm. Dave, Dave, Dave. You know who this is. This is the Band-Aid guy that I just sent you earlier. But I work in high school. By the time he gets to high school, he's going to be burned out, and I'm going to have to teach him all over again. That's right. Reprogram him. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, come on, Emily. Give I didn't kid get a- burned out by high school, and he's half me. <laughs> well, I hope he's the better half. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Dave, can you duck from a brick throw? Mm. Mm-mm. The Wheel of Learning. Yay! (laughs) One lonely yay from the front of the classroom. (laughs) What else is happening in our world of half-baked crackpot news today? Um, If you're an auto insurance company, you can be held liable if someone gets an STD while hooking up in your car. What? At least that's the case in Missouri. What do you mean? A girl hooked up with a guy in his car and got an STD, so she went after his insurance and won. His car insurance? Uh-huh. How about that? Yeah. Hmm. And tell you the size of her settlement. I'm going to see Jake from Allstate working out the Shanker <laughs> policy. <laughs> yeah, one Florida man mistook an alligator for a dog, and another stole a jet ski but couldn't swim. St- mistook an alligator for a dog. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. 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 That must be a dog in an alligator costume. What? <laughs> yeah, See? what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> What's that, Chris Moore? Oh, we were talking about uh, dogs and how people would dress them up. And, uh, never mind. Still working on it? Uh, I'm going to stop. How do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about your Boyer versus the team? How's your mojo for Boyer versus the team today? I am excellent, David. I have the strength of 10 men. You can't do better than me. I haven't been worn out by the wheel of lies. I am ready to go, David. Lashing out at other people now (laughs) because my little quip bombed. Are you wearing the same thing you were wearing yesterday? Uh-oh. Oh, dear God. Shane. I have 74 oh, no. of these shirts, Emily. <laughs> I do. Same color. Same thing. <laughs> when Boyer uh, comes to work and then he goes home and then falls asleep on the floor uh-huh. and then just wakes up and comes to work again. <laughs> After a handful of cinnamon toast crunch and Guinness for dinner. Right. We always say, oh, so you're just, you never even... You never even took your clothes off from yesterday. (laughs) He just tells us, I have 75 of this exact brand shirt. Okay. Who doesn't? Well, they are uniform shirts. Who doesn't? Well, anyone who has a uniform has... I mean, how many... You don't work in a job with a uniform. (laughs) This isn't a gas station. It's a radio station. You got it half right. Okay. You don't work at Sunoco. I don't. <laughs> Can I check your oil? This is my uniform. Okay, we don't wear uniforms here. Mm-mm. 
And you, if you really have that many, you could rotate the color so you didn't repeat once in one week. And so your whole thing of I suspicious. have 75 of this brand shirt isn't selling with us. So <laughs> just admit you fell asleep on the floor again. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. He, on at the least floor. he made it out of his car this time. Yeah. Uh, Normally he just drives home, crashes in the front yard, and then wakes up at dawn and comes back to work. Right. Mm-hmm. It's improvement. Yeah. Very convenient that way. Quite yeah. easy. Anything else? Um,. Apparently, we can thank Amy Schumer for our tampon shortage. Yeah, I read all about this yesterday. Yeah, uh-huh. What do you think about that? I think they might have been being a little cheeky. Well, they're they're giving her credit. Mm-hmm. I, I started looking up the Amy Schumer Kotex commercial yesterday, <laughs> and something distracted me. Uh, I think it's to bring attention to their ad with her and get more bang for their buck. I think it's a marketing thing, hmm. but it caught our attention. So, uh, Is there a Kotex shortage? Apparently, across all brands, it's one of the things being affected by the uh, supply chain and all of that. So maybe those cups and reusable underwear are going to pick up popularity. Man, you (laughs) women in your potty pants and your weird cups. God. Are you hearing this from your husbands when you send them off to the store to go buy a Kotex that they're all out? I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, because the story I'm I read. Look. Yeah, the story I read showed bare shelves again. Great. And there's a sticker of Joe Biden. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw the Chrisleys. Oh. The Chrisleys got uh, what sent to jail? Uh, they're on house arrest right now. I think they're in the sentencing phase because they I think they were just found guilty. So they just got the verdict. They're facing 30 years of jail. Yes, Holy they are. crap. Yeah. I was waiting to hear what it was. I didn't see that part. 30 yeah, years. Up to 30 for their... For tax evasion and, and what else? bank fraud. Bank fraud and tax evasion. Mm-hmm. Right now they're on house arrest, which I was on yesterday, and I'm... <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was really good. I didn't go outside at all yesterday. House arrest is killer. <laughs> Well, I'm going to take this cue to say that Chris Boyer is ready for his his close-up. Okay. His moment of Boyer versus the team. So who wants to play? 888-570-1015 is Direct Connect. Who do you think is smarter on this show? Is it Chris Boyer? Oh, yeah. Or is it everybody on the team put together? We are on a one-game winning streak. Everybody on the team who has someone who made the Wheel of Lies. <laughs> Let's play next. You're listening to the DSC. On 101.5 KG. Hey, Valerie. Yes? Are you ready to play Chris Boyer versus the team? I sure am. Let's do it, Valerie. <laughs> Have you been to the San Diego County Fair? I have not. Would you I like to go? Yeah, well, I would love to. Let's play for some tickets, Valerie. John Fogarty is going to be on the stage at the County Fair on Saturday, June 25th, and I want you to be there. Cool. That'd Every, be great. Everything you've missed, the Midway, the food, the concerts, Chicken Charlie, the exhibits, and John Fogarty, all ready for you on Saturday, June 25th. Valerie's going to win her tickets from us. If you want to go to the fair, keep this in mind, DSE fans. All fair admission and parking fees got to be bought online in advance at sdfair.com. All right. How do you feel about Chris Boyer versus the team? Do you feel 
that Chris Boyer is right in his scientific theory that he's smarter than everybody put together? No, absolutely not. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like somebody wants to pick the team dead off. You, uh, <laughs> you're a fan of the team, are you? I, I like the team. I uh, hope they do well today. You know. Uh, you know. I like the team. <laughs> not a very strong vote of confidence there. I it's not like the best. The I have team. to I have to do what's best for me. That's right. Our tickets on the line. hundred percent right. All right. <laughs> well, you've got a big responsibility here, and that is to listen to the question and decide who answered it right. Could be the team. Could be Chris Boyer. It might be neither. Nobody. That'll be up to you to decide. Right now, let's go to Team Captain Sarah and find out what is the current score on Chris Boyer versus the team. Who's in last place? That would be Chris Boyer, sir. Oh, what? Mm. What? What are you talking about? David, the only lap that counts in a race is the last one. Uh, Unless you're (laughs) losing. Doesn't matter. The very last lap is the only one that counts. If you've been lapped like four times and you've got four laps to go and the winner's in the last lap, <laughs> you... well, it depends on who crashes. <laughs> cool. Tell us more about the dogs and alligators. Hey, listen, good luck. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, boys in last place. Neither is in second place. Is that right? It yeah. sure is. <laughs> Who's in first place? Oh, oh that would be the team, oh, yeah. sir. <laughs> Well, all right, then. Well, for your tickets here, for John Fogarty of the County Fair, Valerie, tell me, how many points do you want to this game to play for today? Um, one clip-clop trillion points. That's good. One clip-clop trillion points. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. One clip-clop <laughs> trillion points. Beautiful. All right. That means absolutely nothing in the big scheme of the game, but whatever. What the hell? Let's play just for fun, shall we? Yeah. All right, you guys. Here are the categories for today. Chris Boyer versus the team. Chicks. Yogi Bear. Money. You're fired. Crime. Cuddly animals. Nazi land. Lovable cartoons. Racehorses. It's a lot of... A lot of cats. Yeah. Seems lot like of any one we're pretty good at. Lovable you know? cartoon. I like that one. Yeah. I think that all struck a chord. Lovable yeah, cartoons. Lovable cartoons it is. Yes. Nice. All right. You know how this works. I'm going to ask you a question from the category of lovable cartoons, and the team gets to go first. I don't know why you guys are winning this contest. It seems like Chris Boyer already have the option of going first, but he, he yields mm. to the team. You'll go first. You'll work as a team, a group effort. That's where Chris Boyer theorizes. That's where you trip up. You'll give me an answer. Then Chris Boyer will give me a different answer. And then it will be up to Valerie to decide. Did the team get it right? Did Chris Boyer get it right? Or did nobody get it? Here we go. In the category of lovable cartoons, this adorable cartoon character was voiced by someone who became a drill instructor in the Marine Corps and served three tours in Vietnam. Is Arlie Ermy really in the Marines? Or a yeah, drill instructor? He, he was. Was yeah. he a cartoon? I don't know. So I'm trying to, I'm wondering. 
That's a pretty good guess. But what I was like the character? That. That, right. Do we have to know the character? Yeah. Oh, oh boy. I thought it was... Can, Dave, er, can you read it? Oh, please, God. God. Yes, please. How come you never please. listen the first we time do. I read it? What are you guys doing? Are you playing your wheel of losers? Or what are you doing? <laughs> listen up. Normal people get nervous with tests. <laughs> and don't hear every word. Here we go. This adorable cartoon character... Okay. Was voiced by someone who became a drill instructor in the Marine Corps and served three tours in Vietnam. Sounds like the way he framed that is he was the cartoon character first and then served. Yeah, so older characters like Mickey Mouse. Um, adorable. Oh, God. Do you know how old is are Looney Tunes old enough, Cookie? Do you, do you know? Well, that's Mel Blanc. He, he didn't. Serve. Adorable character, cartoon character, and then Vietnam. What were there any cats that were like really old? I'm picturing some black and white cats that were cute. Snagapus. Exit stage left. Get out of Laos and Thailand. Stage left. Mickey Mouse is older than the wars, right? And (laughs) oh god. Hello, anyone else got an idea? Daz Butler. No, who? Uh, let's see. Calvin and Hobbes, Garfield. I just, I Okay, just, uh, one I second. Mom, Mickey Mouse, final answer. <laughs> you guys, I got nothing, I don't know. Boy, he must have been about 90 when he went to Vietnam. That's okay. I don't know. I, you I guys know. were nowhere near no. coming up with anything. Right. No. Obviously. So yeah. thank Put you, this Sarah. bit out uh-huh. of its misery. Avoided a forfeit. What'd you say? So you did good. <laughs> yes. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Maybe it's right. What do you think of that, Chris Boyer? Did they get it right? Hogwash. Uh-oh. Balderdash and Poppycock. Uh-oh. Is that a well, clue? That's a law firm. From the category of lovable cartoons, here was the question. This adorable cartoon character was voiced by someone who became a drill instructor in the Marine Corps and then served three tours in Vietnam. The team said... It's Mickey Mouse. You don't agree with that? I don't. Who do you think it was? It's Woody from Toy Story. Final answer. <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes, I listen. I, uh, I. Oh, jeez. You think Tom what? Hanks was a drill instructor in the Marine Corps? Uh, yes, I do. I, I saw that movie where he ran a lot and then had sex with that girl who. You think Tom baby? Hanks was a drill instructor in the Marine Corps? Yeah. <laughs> Final answer, David. I heard that part. Are you regretting that? Yes. No. I think we're going to win on the curve at least. Yeah. Oh my God. Probably closer. <laughs> Uh, hello, Valerie. Oh, hello. So, did you hear this question? I did. So, I there's did. an adorable cartoon character, okay? We're trying to figure out what adorable cartoon character was voiced by someone who became a drill instructor in the Marine Corps and then served through two, three tours in Vietnam. The team said it might have been... The person who voiced Mickey Mouse. All right. That's possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Boyer said it was the person who voiced Woody. <laughs> who I thought everyone knew was Tom Hanks. 
I, uh-huh. yeah. I recall Tom Hanks being a drill instructor in the Marine Corps and serving three tours <laughs> in Vietnam. But it's think- possible that he's got it right. <laughs> I think Boyer spent too much time on the floor in his gas station shirt last night. (laughs) I think you're right. But I don't want to influence your answer. For tickets to see John Fogarty at the San Diego County Fair on Saturday, June 25th. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with neither. I don't think either one of them got it right. I'm pretty sure Mickey Mouse was by Walt Disney and was way too old. Do you have a guess on who it might have been? Um, no, I don't. I don't know who it could have been that would have been about that time. I'm gonna younger go, than that. <laughs> going to go with neither, is that right? I'm going to go with neither, that's All for right. sure. I'm here to tell you, sadly, it was not Tom Hanks. <laughs> who voiced ah. Woody. Uh, sadly, it was also not Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. All right. I have a hunch with a, just the slightest bit of hints you guys will get this right you remember the clue was this adorable cartoon character who's the most adorable cartoon character you can possibly even think of piglet is adorable <laughs> i mean yeah. adorable 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 okay Minnie mouse no I'm surprised. I thought this was a gimme. No. No. Clearly not. Bambi is the most adorable. Winner, 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 winner. Yeah, Bambi went on to be a drill instructor. Oh, my God. And served three tours. Good morning, Vietnam! That's right. The voice of Bambi. Not to be confused with Tom Hanks. <laughs> All right, that's a victory for neither. No worries. Team stays in first place. Woo! Yes. And the Chainsaw will do sports next. The Thursday morning DSC. What was the uh, what was the dog doing dressed up like an alligator? What well, I, I missed that whole thing. Well, you talked about how uh, people dress up their pets. Oh, they like being dressed up. Yeah, suggesting that the man who was bitten by an alligator he thought was a dog might have been. He thought the dog was dressed as an alligator. I see. So it was feasible. Yeah, all clear up for me now. The team did not win Boyer versus the team today, but they did not lose it either, did right. they? No, no we did not. not. Yeah. yeah, Bambi was a Vietnam Marine Corps drill sergeant. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. Can you imagine getting screamed at 4 o'clock in the morning by Bambi? <laughs> you maggot. It's 101 KGB. And that was John Fogarty, the old man down the road. He'll be singing that on the main stage later this month at the San Diego County Fair. And Valerie's going to be there. And we have more tickets for that show and that fair to give away this week here.
Oh, I'm getting so much email here, Emily. Oh. Trisha says, uh, Dear Dave, tell Sarah that when your kids misbehave, you can tell them they have to go to Emily's house for the wheel of no fun. (laughs) Dear Dave, pass this on to your co-worker. Dear Emily, I got to say, I'm a little jealous. Your torture technique is very strong. Sign, Vlad (laughs) Putin. Dear Dave, all throughout history, parents have wanted to give their kids a better or easier life than they had. Debbie was a cakewalk compared to Emily. (laughs) That poor kid's going to need years of therapy. Say how bad his childhood was as he's serving 15 consecutive life sentences for doing something really horrible. I don't know what. Love your show like Colt hates his childhood. Love your show, Mike. Dear Dave, my heart is breaking today. I could live with constant rejection from Emily. I could live with all the time she chose Chris Boyer over me. The poop baggies, the pee in her front butt, random baggage handlers. These are all things that I could overlook. But a wheel of learning? Sorry. I draw the line at child abuse. (laughs) My days of pouring my heart out to Emily may be over, but I still love your show. It's Chris Collinsworth is shaken. Wow. This morning. Dear Dave. After hearing about Emily's summer of punishment she's inflicting on her poor, poor son, I devised a would-you-rather for Anna. Oh, good. Let me get it up. How? How did that happen? What's the matter? We're talking about Emily's Wheel of No Fun. Carlos says I have this would you rather for Anna? Oh my God. Anna, would you rather be Emily's daughter? Gas. <laughs> 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 How rude. And oh suffer the endless summers of torture. Learning. <laughs> or be Boyer's dog, Brandy. Oh God. Oh God. And be treated to Boyer's peanut butter sexy time. <laughs> Only once a week, but for the rest of your time, you're free and pretty and happy. Do you um, know about Boyer's uh, peanut butter sexy time? I'm just going to say yes, so I don't have to. Well, you know how dogs love peanut butter. Yes. You know how if you put like any a peanut butter on anything, they're going to lick it off. I put it on the bathtub while I'm giving him a, for how he bath. So That's not where Boyer puts it. That's not? <laughs> oh, God. No. Oh, yes. Such a gross, hairy man. Dogs will lick anything that has peanut butter on it. That's why Boyer puts peanut butter there. Oh. So, would you rather be... Oh, no. Emily's daughter and suffer endless summers of torture on the wheel of learning. A loving, fun summer. Or be Boyer's dog, Brandy. Mm-hmm. And be treated to Boyer's peanut butter sexy time once a week. How is this even a question, Anna? Oh, that's so hard. Let's ask Sarah, what do you think? What's... Oh, God. I can't. I can't. What do you think is the right answer for Anna? I can't learn. Oh. Anna. Yeah. It's not you. It's Anna. Got okay, it. now I can answer. Anna. <laughs> I know. 
You can't spend your summer doing that. No. No. You gotta lick peanut butter off Chris Boyer, don't you? Sure you do. Isn't summer fun? What happened to summer? It used to be so cool. Ah. All right, Anna, you took too long, so now you're both. No. And the chainsaw does sports next. When we got no forget every round of wor- wheel of learning comes with a warm glass of santa lack nice oh, yay bonus reward it's 101 kgb oh worst <laughs> summer ever best summer ever here's the chase on talk of sports on the dsc show good morning welcome on again thank you david and hello again everybody in the sports world the Padres' bats have awakened, and Jake Cronenworth led the charge last night in the rubber match against the Mets at Petco Park. Here we go. Cronenworth hits it towards right center field. That ball's going to get down. From second, Kim will score. Behind him comes Profar. Throw to the plate will be late, and the Padres have a 6-0 lead. Wow. Anything else, Don Orsillo? High fly ball down the right field line. Off the bat of Cronenworth. Will it get there? It will! Into the crowd zone! Three-run home run for Jake Cronenworth. The Padres take an 11-0 lead. Whoa! Have you ever had an ass woman? Yeah, 13-2, your final five RBI for Cronenworth. Two solo taters for Manny. Padres take two out of three from the National League East Division leading Mets. Now 35-22, and 22, the Padres now sit a game and a half back of the Dodgers in our division. And three up on St. Louis for the top wild card spot. Day off today, Padres host the 24, Jack Bauer, men 32, Colorado Rockies this weekend. Up the street in Anaheim, the Los Angeles Angels mm-hmm. have now lost 14 in a row. Ooh. They were up 10 games over 500 at Dang. one point. They've lost 14 in a row. One zip to the Red Sox last night. Manager Joe Madden got fired after losing 12 in a row. God. Interim manager Phil Nevin has now lost two in a row, so he's got a 10-game cushion before he gets the axe. Yeah. The Angels <laughs> actually won a World Series when they called themselves the Anaheim Angels mm-hmm. in 2002. For a while, they called themselves the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That wasn't clumsy at all. (laughs) But since dropping Anaheim altogether and going with simply the Los Angeles Angels, a city that's 30 miles away, they've never had a winning record despite having a superstar Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Maybe that's what's wrong with the New York Jets and the New York Giants football teams, each of which would have to get better to suck. They play their home games in New Jersey. Turns out the sports gods are very persnickety about geography. Geography. Put that on your wheel of learning. It is. Uh And persnickety. Yes, yes. (laughs) That's underspelling. Shaggy-bearded Phil Mickelson and his buddies tee off the Live Golf Invitational in London today. It's already underway a little bit. Live or L-I-V, is Roman numerals for 54, or birdie golf on a par 72. Okay, 72 minus 18, 54. 
But it's also the number of holes in these tournaments. Three rounds instead of four. 54 holes oh. instead of uh, 72. 54 LIV live. Okay? All right. Yeah. That was almost interesting. You can watch this tournament today through Saturday on livegolf.com, YouTube, or Facebook. Facebook is a joke. Okay, then go with one of the other two. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the National Valley. Living currently back east, originally from Indiana, used to live here in uh, California, Rancho Melanoma. Do you know the area? <laughs> Beautiful there. We're in the uh, Fonda Theater. It's a, uh, it's an historic, uh, you know, here in L.A., anything uh, before uh, Police Academy 3 is historic. Um, but there are a lot of historic venues in Los Angeles. If you, if you look around, you have the, the uh, Coliseum, the Greek Theater. The Fabulous Forum. The Crypto.com Currency Arena. Uh, it's a good time to be in uh, Los Angeles. It's springtime. A reawakening, a rebirth, a re-excitement, a renaissance. It's fantastic. And I'm talking about, it's great now. You can go see the Dodgers playing baseball. How about that? Also, you can go see the Lakers playing golf. Laughter is the best medicine. Yes. Unless you have broken ribs. <laughs> it's uh, jokes like that when I wish I still had a band. You know what I mean? Skipball Association. Ah, uh, sports humor. I can't get enough of it. In game three of the finals, the Boston Celtics pulled away from the visiting Golden State Warriors 116 to 100 to take a two games to one lead. Game four is Friday, a night in Beantown. In other sports, David. Here's another sports record I was reading about last night that will likely never be broken. Mm-hmm. Cy Young and his complete games in his career record. Now, the current active pitcher chasing Cy Young to break that record uh, with the most complete games in his career was Adam Wainwright. He's got 17 years in his belt, and he's pitched 27 complete games. All right? Okay. What do you think, Emily, is Cy Young's record? Closest guy to him has 27 over 17 years. Cy Young. Holds um, the record. 33. The current record is 749. Wait, what? What? 749. What? I gotta break that record. almost 7.39. It is 7.37 and 39 seconds. Let's go with it. And this is your 1015 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Well, that's some uh, pretty bitter timing, isn't it? Yeah. From the PGA. Uh-huh. The Live Golf Tournament starts today. And so the PGA today is going to announce their punishments. On the players who are playing in the uh-huh. live tournament. Oh, he's shaking off there, Chainsaw. What's up? It's ugly, isn't it? I, I don't think it's a good move for the PGA. I mean, Go ahead, they just They should have just a, an arrangement rather than a fight. Because if these guys are going, 
You can't stop him. You're just going to alienate him even more. And, and don't you want him back at some point so you can make some bucks off Phil or who, whomever when they, they're they available to play in your tournaments? It's I think it's just uh, boneheaded, hardheaded. Okay, can I play devil's advocate with of you course, for a minute? Of course, I don't know everything. I'm just that's just my gut reaction. Well, you are the dean of American sportscasters. That is true. I'm sorry, the dean. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to uh, what was I listening to? Is either an old Dragnet or an old Fort Laramie? They've got uh, who is Perry Mason? Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr's in both of these shows. He was. He was like the uh, head of detectives on Dragnet in the very early days. Really? Yeah. He was Joe Friday's boss in the very early days. Wow. And he had a way of talking. There was a... (laughs) Oh, yeah. At the end of the sentences. You're going to have to get your man, Friday. (laughs) I love it. He does. That's why he talks. You're going to have to get your man. (laughs) He didn't do it on every single word because not every single word... I had it apply to it, but all his dramatic roles, he spoke like that. <laughs> listen for it now, and I love Perry Mason. Yeah, I'm so it's hiking be over. up a hill yesterday, and I'm t- uh, talking out loud like Raymond Burn. Burn. Even the rabbits me going, "What is wrong with that?" Even the rabbits are looking. What's wrong with that human? Move along, pal. All right, so here is Devil's Advocate. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, imagine you go to our bosses here, right? Uh, and you say, listen, I would like to go do sports on Kixie for a couple months. And then I'm going to come waltzing back here in time for the Super Bowl when you got some interesting stuff that I want to talk about here on KGB. Cool? Not cool. No, it's not cool. And they're going to say that to you. They're going to say, hold it, pal. First of all, here, we provided this platform for you to become a star. Yes. And you were paid for it handsomely. Uh, you're our property, and we don't lend you out to the competitors. Well, I think this is the gateway to free agency after they get all their wrangling uh, out because they did sign a PGA for exclusivity, it seems to me, and there's going to be a battle for that, yeah. Unless they resign like Dustin Johnson. But if, if Phil doesn't necessarily resign the PGA and still does the live, he's still obligated to the PGA. Well, there are punishments being handed down to Phil today. I get that. And so maybe this is just part of what it needs to happen before they can come to an arrangement eventually. Okay? I kind of, you know, I kind of get the PGA's side. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do too. It's like, you know, they're saying to they're saying to these guys, we made you multi-millionaires and we continue to offer you a first place prize. It's always a million dollars, sometimes more mm-hmm. every weekend. It's a pretty darn good living out here for you. And no, we want you to play on our team, not the competitors. If you want to go to the competitor, I guess we can't stop you from going there, but we can stop you from coming back. Mm-hmm. And I see how they would feel that way. I do too. But so, it's going to hurt them in the book, in, in, in the in the bank book, because how many PG, how many tournaments are there on the on the tour? Something like thirty ish, something. And there's only eight lives. So if they exclude Phil altogether can't come back that's like 22 tournaments he might have been able to play if you guys work something out but he's not correct anytime there's a live tournament he's going to play in that one so it hurts him no matter what because phil's decided i don't want to be with you anymore so they're hurt no matter what right so their their level of hurt is how hurt do we want to be 
They're going to be hurt no matter what. Right. The PGA is. Well, it's just, can you figure something out so that you can still have his services so you can still profit by him even if he goes to the live tour? I don't know. Maybe someday. Total free agents. I mean, uh, is the the difference to me, though, Dave, is that Cookie at another radio station, we're both on at the same time. Well, so, so are two tournaments. So is a live, t- and sometimes the live tournament has a PGA tournament on the same weekends as well. Then, if I were the PGA or live, I would probably change my calendar so that you could play in both. Because otherwise, you've got scrubs in the PGA. It's to me no different than uh, when baseball had all of their stars on the lockout, and they brought in a bunch of scrubs. So that you get, uh, you know. Third stringer guys playing football. It's still football, but it's not what you want to see. You want to see your your name guys, and so but they haven't got them. They, they walked off. There's nothing they can do about that. They can't stop Phil from walking off. You don't think Phil would play in PGA and live if he had the opportunity? Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you? You, you said it's 30 weeks of PGA where you can earn a million dollars as well, a win. It, that may be. And I don't know what they're ultimately going to decide, but I think what the PGA has decided, we've got to try something. We've got to try and use our muscle to keep him from going over there. It didn't work. It did not work. So, so do you let him just come and go as he pleases? God, I would think so. I would say yes. It says here there are 48 events on the PGA Tour. So that leaves 40 weekends available for Phil to come back and make everybody money on the PGA. So I I get the PGA's position here because he signed with them, what, exclusive? I don't know. I I don't either specifically, but they've got an axe to grind and they're swinging it hard. Right. And uh, I, I I would sooner try to mediate than to alienate him altogether and make him so pissed off he'd never want to come back regardless of their arrangement is the pga that desperate to have phil mickelson who is in the twilight he's 50 right he's 50 50 50 50, 51 yeah because he was 50 when he won the pga he's at the end of his career right but he's pulling all these other guys like johnson and now who is it uh, desham he didn't pull johnson johnson pulled him Johnson went first. The other way? Okay. I'm wondering how, well, yeah, officially, but I think PGA led the tide. I think he's he's in, or Mickelson, rather, uh, certainly was the leader to, to coax these people. I don't know what came first. It doesn't matter, but other guys are PGA going. PGA went first. Correct. Correct. But Phil was the first guy who made the big noise about it, and then Phil followed him uh, officially. Phil was the first to go hypocrite, if that's what you meant. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, DJ was the first to go hypocrite. DJ said, I am loyal to the PGA. And they said, here's $125 million. He said, I'm out. <laughs> and then Phil said, me too. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Exactly. So I, I think... Uh, I Mitigate think be- it by letting them play both, huh? Yes, because then they'd be available, this year anyway, for because the Live is going to expand to more tournaments as the years go by. Yeah. But for all those other weekends, wouldn't you want DJ and Phil if they were willing to play? And... Would you be down with that when it happens to the NBA and to Major League Baseball when other big, rich conglomerates decide, hey, let's get Steph and LeBron to play in our tournament so they won't be playing in this game in the United States because they can do whatever they want. I don't know if that's comparable necessarily, but... uh, Of course it's comparable. It's 100% comparable. We've got a league who is taking all their star players out to go play someplace other than in the United States. Why wouldn't it happen? 
because there's a champion decided in each weekend. There's a lot of little nuances and differences there, just off the top of my head. Although the FedEx Cup is a is a league championship at the end, so there's that. So it's it's different, but the same. It's both. <laughs> They're losing uh, their FedEx points standings as well. Those defecting. Right. They don't right. care. Yeah. They well, don't care. Not. Hey, for 125. Dustin, Dustin Johnson got 125 million dollars to go to play in this live tournament. He's only won like 75 million dollars in his entire career. Here's 125 up front. Yeah. So he doesn't care about the FedEx. What's that? 10 million? <laughs> Big deal. I got 125 over here. And it's that 125 guaranteed. Yeah. So that's. I don't know what it is. And if we heard it the other way around, will Live allow them to play in the PGA stuff? I don't know. But if they work something out, that was a. That was a nine-minute discussion with no answers. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting in, in the prospect of, like, if you want those 40 other weekends available to get ratings and money and attraction and, and eyeballs, yeah, you work something out. What do you say, John? You got a thought on this? Yeah. Um, this whole thing is so hypocritical. Our government is begging all these third world countries and China and everything to produce oil and stuff. And they abuse women and children. And that's what the PGA is complaining about as well, because these are abusive countries. So it's not right. Well, our government does the same thing every freaking day. You're exactly right. How do you figure, how do you figure our government does it every day? Well, we're begging China and Venezuela and other countries for oil because they refuse to, produce it ourselves which we could we're begging them we're begging those same countries that they're complaining about yeah we're in bed with the saudis we're in bed with the chinese with our iphones we're we're exactly. it's our business it's, it's a global community it's not just country versus i mean in terms of business it's global business so it's a yeah, yeah. so it's a who's the biggest hypocrite contest yep Pretty yeah much. that's what i think and i don't mm. think you can avoid being a hypocrite if you can look closer close enough at any company that you work for where you draw the line Right, exactly. Either draw the line or just let it go, but don't be a bunch of idiots saying, well, we can't let you guys play or we're not going to let you play on PGA anymore because that's what we think. So you say toughen up, let it happen. Let, yeah. Let it, them play in both. Yeah. I mean, it's an honor to play on PGA. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, it's definitely an honor to do that. However, to do what they're doing now is the epitome of hypocrisy mm -hmm. you know to try to make themselves look good and i don't think it's going to make them look good you know thank you john it goes to your point dave stand for nothing <laughs>
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It had to be rough, Sarah. I don't envy you. And you found out that you were the shame, shame, shame. The BB family. Tell me what happened. How did, you, how did you discover that you were the shame of the family? <laughs> uh, right, especially of all of us. Me? I'm the worst one? You? Well, how can it be me? How? I'm cool. Well, I'm better than some of the others. <laughs> Who do you think you're better than? <laughs> Well, I'm um, all of them. Where way more well behaved than all three little BBs. Okay, let's 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 go through the the choices here. Are you better than your husband? Okay, no, I'm probably bring more shame than he does. But are you cooler than him? Well, yeah. Okay. Hmm? Are you cooler than Shane? Yes. Are you cooler than Summer? <laughs> yes. Are you cooler than Karen? Karen. He's pretty, just by his name. He's pretty cool. Who's cooler? He's pretty cool. He's like right next to me. I, I'll be just a little bit. Doesn't he still need his butt wiped? Well, yeah, he's four. That's not that cool. He's four. <laughs> Age appropriate. It is cool that he knows to ask for help and doesn't just make disgusting messes. Who's cooler? So cool. Me. Who's cooler? <clears throat> Dan. What? Who is cooler? You or Curran? Well, me. I'll okay, me then. So you're the coolest Barely. one in the family, and yet you bring the shame? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Go ahead. I didn't even think this was something my kids noticed, cared about, or whatever. I thought it was all in my head. Now, no. I know I should be shamed of this. The other, On Memorial Day? Is that what we just had? Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were at a pool party at my mom's house, and I was at one place at the pool, and Chip was closer to my son, Shane. And he was hanging out with his cousins. And that's when Chip overheard Shane kind of leaning in. Like he was telling a secret, but he was not whispering. So Chip could hear every single word. Hey, guys, guess what? Mm. So you know Chip's ears perked up I'm right totally away. Listen. I'm totally mm-hmm. listening to that. That's yeah. an enticer. Yeah. And then the little bastard says, my mom used to have an innie. But then when she had babies, now she has an Audi. <laughs> and then he like covered his mouth, starts cracking up. So Chip goes, wait, Shane, what are you saying? He goes, shut up, dad. Oh. He goes, no, 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 Shane, what are you saying? Dad, shut up, stop it. Got completely embarrassed right away. Jumped in the pool and swam to the other side. He got busted. He got totally busted. Mm. Did he tell them about the butthole you have for a belly button? <laughs> That's what he was telling them. Mm. He's like, have you seen it? Look at her belly button. It looks like a butthole. And then <laughs> later, Chip told me this cracking up. Chip thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. Naturally. Uh-huh. So he tells me about it. Because he's not the one bringing shame on the phone. <laughs> right. It's easy to laugh. He's like, oh my God, your son cares. So then I was like, what the hell? 
So I try to be cool. I try to be cool because I'm cool. It's like, hey, Shane. Later on, when he wasn't in front of his cousins anymore, did not, you know, embarrass him about my body. And so I was like, hey, Shane. I was like, what were you talking to your cousins about? Yeah. Like, what are you talking What? You know exactly what I'm talking about. And I was like, Shane, were you talking about my belly button? He goes immediately, Mom, shut up. Oh, my God. Stop. And I was like, Shane, what is the problem? Mm -hmm. Stop, Mom. Oh, my God, no. So he just won't acknowledge it. He is so mortified that he can't even look at me or talk to me. As if I went Have out and embarrassed it? him. It's pretty I bad. Have it's pretty bad. I know, especially, yeah. and I'd probably just eaten, so it was definitely, you know. Is it our you. fault? Is is it this show's fault because we talked about it? No, but he doesn't listen. He had no idea. This was completely, and that's why I didn't think he would notice because I was mm. like, "Well, we're making it, talking about it. I'm pointing it out on the show. Whatever people see it that way." But he do you think care. you should wear like some sort of a belly burka? <laughs> Cover up the shame at home. Walk around with a pool noodle around my head. A burka. A sash. Apparently. Fanny pack. A belt. A wide belt. Dear God, belt. no, a fanny pack. I'd rather rock this butthole than a fanny, fanny pack. Fanny pack is Never. a good idea. It's not, no, that is worse than I this. I like that. Nope, that is worse. It's functional. It's worse. How about a Talk her into it, boy. No. Tell her about it. Sell <laughs> the greatness of a fanny pack to oh, her. Fanny packs are fantastic. Go ahead. You can carry all of your necessary uh, merchandise with them. I carried a bunny purse in my fanny pack, <laughs> which had a compete. It had medications for pain relief. It had uh, bandages. It had a compass, a small flashlight, a knife. All of these things that you need on a regular basis are right there with you, wherever you go. Why is it you and don't it, wear a, a, a fanny pack in here? I'm surprised. That's like your utility belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty damn good. I think I just wore them out. You broke your fanny pack. I believe you've so, got yeah. no fanny. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> it's it's a it's the English version of the fanny, which is the front butt. So All right, we're done. All right, so I mean, maybe if you wore a fanny pack one day, he'd be less embarrassed of your belly button. He'd you? ask for the belly button back. Oh, out shame it! <laughs> you are forgetting yeah. the very important factor he that was mentioned at the beginning of the story. Go. I am cool. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing sadder than a nerd insisting how cool they are. Stamping their foot. Crossing their arms. I'm cool! I will not do a video. Darn it! I will not. It'll get crossed See in line. Just do it at your family home where no one's going to see you. I can't even let myself see myself. Here's how bad it is. Back. Here's how bad her belly button shame is. <laughs> We asked people on Facebook to tell us, are you the shame in your family? And I I got a text right away from a guy who said, Dave, I want to send you an email about all the shame I bring on my family, but I can't find my laptop. Love your show, Hunter. So I'll get back to that later. <laughs> okay. But most people wrote they could not concentrate on the subject at hand, which was, why are you a shame in your family? All they could do was talk about Sarah's butthole belly button. They were transfixed on it. I'm like, I get it. I know, me too. For the first couple of months, it was rough. What happened was she had a baby and things went sideways and legs were popping and belly buttons got pushed out and then there was a hernia and when it was all done, it was like she was in a fire. I don't know what it was. It was bad. (laughs) It was like there was a fire on her belly button and they put it out with a nice pick. (laughs) That's a good description of it. Wow. It's a disaster. You're correct. Hmm. Is there a picture of this anywhere? No. 
No. Is there a courtroom Why? sketch artist who might be able to come in? Why would I post a picture of this, specifically just this, so that not one person, or it'd be, I don't want the, the pity, oh, it's okay, it's fine. All the trolls are going to come out and pick out what a hideous thing they're looking at. You don't, so watch, no. you don't watch Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, do you? Um, it's been a while. Did you see the one with him and he's married to Sharon Stone and he goes to Mars? <laughs> yeah. I know what he saw on Mars. And there's like this underground <laughs> group of people yeah. on Mars. Oh, man. And they have a leader. The people on Mars have a leader. And they think it's this guy. And he's just a normal looking guy. They think he's the leader. I forget what the name of the leader was. It's like Milnock or something like that. It's some weird Martian name. Milnock is the leader. And there's this guy in, in a room. And he's having meetings with people. And they're all thinking that that weird, just normal-looking guy is a leader. He's not. And then all of a sudden, he goes into a trance. And he opens his shirt. And sticking out of his gut is Milnock, the leader. And I'm thinking, is that what you have now? Do you have like a Martian head? And it was really gross. He had little baby hands sticking out. Oh, my out. God. Oh, my and it was God. so gross. That is hideous. Or I think of Alien. Where the thing bursts out of the guy's chest. <laughs> right. Either one of those is what I think of when I think of your belly button. You're not far off because I've said before, when I eat and, and the food just, is going down, then the bulges out. And Chip always sees me trying to push it in. I'm, I'm yeah. squeezing my belly. He goes, it's not going back in. That's why you need it's a trust. It's not going back in. That's why you need my grandfather's trust. Right. Yes. He's not using it. It comes on a nice belt. <laughs> He'd hang it off the bedpost. <laughs> When it was nighttime, he'd take off his truss. I would rather wear that than a fanny pack. All oh, right. No. That's, <laughs> that's a bargain. I accept. I'm going to have to go up in the attic and find my grandpa's old trunk. That's a truss that's going to smell like a lot of Ben Gay and fishing lures. <laughs> I don't imagine you in Harold's truss. <laughs> you chose poorly, Sarah. You know what a truss is, right? No, I don't actually. I just, I, I just, you know what? I, you know what in my mind? You know what in my mind? I think it is some kind of solid device that you wrap around your belly. So if you have a shirt on top of it, it makes you look nice and thin. No. Oh. <laughs> no. It's a belt. It's a belt that guys wear with a thing on it, like a hockey puck. Oh. And it sticks out. What? And you wear the sticky out part up against the bulge, so it just pushes it back in, like Ew. you do with your fingers. Out. No. No. It's a truss. Oh, that sounds painful. Oh, damn it. To keep the hernia from pushing out further, kind of like it did in Alien. Where it just pops out of your guts all over everybody and ruins their appetite. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Fanny pack would be cuter. Yeah. Sarah, there's not just that word doesn't can go you, with that can thing. Can you just see? Can you see my screen from there? No, I can't. Okay. But um, so I this, already know this, the this answer. Is be nope. the bet. This is going to be the bet. You have to wear a fanny pack for like a week. I hate no. I hate <laughs> you and your show <laughs> and everyone here. Is that what you were saying? 
I, you know, well, I'm a nice green one. You I'm know, one lime those, green. Lime green. What is wrong with you? I'm one of those people who cannot stay at home. I don't stay at home. It's the worst thing you could do is lock me at home. You give me that bet for a week. I'm not coming out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to come to work. But like, I care what you guys think. Fine. <laughs> I'll rock in front of you. No pictures. No, you have to well, send so us a you don't care what we think, let's go ahead and have you wear it then. No, I haven't You don't care. Yet. You know there's a bet I will lose one day. Today's not the day. <laughs> well, not everybody was completely silent in their family shame. Uh, shame. Monica says, back when I was a kid, the first time my cousin got out of jail... Mm-hmm. My grandma took him to lunch with my mom, and for some reason, she brought me and my sister with her. It was so awkward seeing him again because we're like, "Hi, welcome back from jail." <laughs> Just weird. And he brought along some weird Twilight calendar, and it was at Ponderosa. It was weird, Dave. <laughs> Liz says, "My father-in-law is the shame in our family." He always packs up every last morsel of leftovers from the table when we go out to eat to take home. One time we ate at Olive Garden, and on the way out of the restaurant, he started grabbing uneaten breadsticks off other people's tables. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) Would you rather wear a fanny pack to Olive Garden or on your way out of Olive Garden Take all the uneaten breadsticks off everyone's table and everyone sees you doing that. I love those breadsticks. They'll get more. I'm taking the breadsticks with me. Yanni says, my family is from Thailand and uh, we're wary when we go to Thai restaurants because my mom has no issue with busting into the kitchen and yelling at the chef if the dish is made incorrectly. She's done it several times. Susan says, our family was out for Mother's Day. My mom, my aunt, my uncle, my grandparents, and my old uncle ordered something beef, and he decided he had to take out his false teeth to eat it. (laughs) So teeth out at the table. That's always good. (laughs) We ate lunch. We left. And later that day, the restaurant calls my mom to say, we found a set of false teeth at the table. So my mom had to go back and collect the teeth for my uncle. She was so embarrassed and she tried to subtly ask for them, but the staff just shouted to the back, She's here for the teeth! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the last one I I have comes from Char. Char says, I was with my boyfriend at a restaurant celebrating a special occasion, he brought me above-the-knee boots that I had been wanting forever. And we were in Washington, D.C. at the time. It was snowing outside, so we went to the restaurant. We took off our coats, and we were led to our table. And let me tell you, Dave, I was working these boots. Okay. Thigh-high boots. Mm -hmm. At least I thought I was. I was making my way through the aisle like I'm on the runway when all of a sudden I went down. Oh, no. But I didn't just fall. 
I grabbed a random couple's tablecloth. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And I pulled down all their food oh. by the linens. Awesome. But I didn't just pull their linens down. Somehow it pulled the food down on the table next to it. And I wasn't done. I crashed into a server who fell on a patron who knocked over their red wine on a very white sweater. Oh, that's awesome. I know. You want to see the footage of it. CCTV or something. Yes. When the smoke cleared, everyone was very sweet and tried to help me up. But I kept slipping every time I tried to get up. (laughs) Imagine that foot trying to get traction and it just keeps kicking out. Yes. God. When I was finally able to get up, I went to the bathroom stall for an hour and a half and I cried. Oh. <laughs> the manager actually knocked on my stall and promised to comp our dinner if I would just come out with my head up. <laughs> but at least I don't have a gross butt for a belly button. <laughs> You're so lucky. the shame all right chainsaw what are we going to talk about in sports next here on the dse show man oh manny crone oh crony no okay uh nfl breaking news and (laughs) london gets shaggy did he say crone oh crony yeah I don't know. I don't, yeah, it got rejected. I don't think it, it, did. Yeah, it did. It got rejected. <laughs> Quickly. Christian Bale kicked it right out. Yeah. All right. Chainsaw's got great sports news coming up for you next here, including the latest, the fight between the PGA and the Live. It's getting like Kardashian out there. Pretty busy, pretty exciting day in sports, I say. Made even better. And it's brought to you by the Chainsaw here on the KGB. Good morning. Oh, well, thank you, David. Thank you very much. And hello again, everybody in the sports world. So smooth. So strong. So cool. Okay, well, then I guess you're right. (laughs) The Padres' bats have awakened, and Jake Cronenworth led the charge last night in the rubber match against the Mets at Petco Park last night. Cronenworth hits it towards right center field. That ball's going to get down. From second, Kim will score. Behind him comes Profar. Throw to the plate will be late, and the Padres have a 6-0 lead. Anything else, Don Orsillo? High fly ball down the right field line. Off the bat of Cronenworth. Will it get there? It will! Into the crown zone! Three-run home run for Jake Cronenworth. The Padres take an 11-0 lead. Five RBI for Cronenworth. Two solo taters from Manny. A 13-2 romp. The Padres take two out of three from the National League East Division leading Mets. Now 35-22 and 22 out of those seats. Padres now sit a, a game and a half back of the Dodgers in our division. Three up on St. Louis for the top wildcard spot. Day off today. Padres host the 
24, Jack Bauer, and 32, Colorado Rockies this weekend. Breaking news. It's been an entire 12 hours without a new massage therapist accusing Deshaun Watson of sexual misconduct. So far, 24, Jack Bauer, women have accused the Cleveland Browns quarterback, 24 of the, Jack Bauer, of the 66 female massage therapists Watson hired over a 17-month period. 66. Some people say this points to a sexual addiction problem, but I say slow down with that, people. What if he's just really sore? Yeah. Come on. (laughs) The beleaguered Baker Mayfield, who has been bumped down to second string because Mm. of this pervert, has been excused from the Browns' minicamp so he can go deep in the woods and scream at the top of his lungs so he can finally, (laughs) Jesus, get it out of his system. And resume action with the Browns when Deshaun finally gets suspended. Shaggy-bearded Phil Mickelson and his buddies tee off the Live Golf Invitational in London today. It's underway. Live, or L-I-V, is Roman numerals for 54 or birdie golf on a par 72. Okay, 18, all right. 72 minus 18, 54. It's also the number of holes in these tournaments. Three rounds instead of the typical four we're used to. So it's 54 holes instead of 72. Get it? Yeah. 54. L-I-V. Live. Okay? Everybody got that? Well, that's good good. tonight. Good, good, good. You can watch this tournament today through Saturday on livegolf.com, YouTube, or Facebook. And while the PGA is handing out punishments for defectors today, another one of the rules on the Live Tour is that all participants must grow unkempt beards <laughs> as opposed to kempt beards on the PGA Tour. Yeah, yeah. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, uh-huh. I've said way uh-huh. stupider. I'm way stupider. He needs to listen more. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the dash at all that. I saw a guy this summer at the pool. He was probably 60. He had his shirt off. All body hair. For a second, I thought they were shooting a Geico commercial. <laughs> This guy was, he was so hairy, I had to stop my youngest son from trying to pet him. <laughs> Let him smell your hand first, son. This guy was hairy, and he was walking around the pool with a confidence like he'd spent a lifetime dealing with hairy situations. And no one said anything, but everyone had the same thought. Please don't go in the pool. No one's prepared to see you shake dry. And this man walked right by everyone and he sat down next to an attractive woman and I was so impressed. That woman could look beyond this man's appearance and focus solely on his wallet. Basketball Association. In game three of the finals last night, the Boston Celtics pulled away from the visiting and favored Golden State Warriors 116-100 to take a two games to one lead in this best of seven. Game four is Friday night in Beantown. In other sports, David. So, we've been sitting here trying to figure out what's the best move for these golfers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were talking about what's the best thing for the PGA. What, what is the best thing for the golfers? Now I'm finding out from Chain, so I'm just learning. There's 25% less work for these guys. They only play three days instead of four. Right. A lot of these guys are getting huge upfront bonuses. Yeah. And listen to this now. The, uh, the prize money mm-hmm. for the winner... Yeah. This weekend in mm-hmm. London is $4 million. Oh. 
nice. That's way more than what the PGA is handing out. Yeah. The minimum payout. You come in last place, you're getting $120,000. That's three times what the last place guy got at the PGA Championship. Huh. So, <laughs> I think the PGA just got to realize they're getting outspent. That's all there yeah. is to it. Yeah. yeah. What do you think they're going to do? Come to a deal and let them play both ways after they wrangle out this contract situation with them. What kind of leverage do you have? They don't. You don't. You don't got any leverage. Right. And what did the PGA say today? If you if you play on the Saudi tournament, you are not welcome on the PGA. Is that what they said? Yeah. That's their punishment. Then I was reading they can still play in the majors because that's not that's a PGA because they thing. don't have they don't have any authority on that right yeah, the LPGA, so. yeah. <laughs> and that's the most important games to yeah them. right so They're what kind winning. of leverage you got you know like bark yell snarl all you want yeah. like, all right good not for you good, not good <laughs> all right this is your 101.5 KGB FM Sports Network just follow the money oh my wow wow. Hey, you want to hear one more sports record that will probably never be broken? Yeah. Wade Boggs once drank 64 beers on a domestic flight. That is never going anywhere. What? 64 beers. If it was coast to coast, it's five hours. 64 beers on one flight. Cy Young ain't breaking that one. Mostly because he's dead. Huh. Billy Idol, part of the 50 years of rocking you here in San Diego that we've been doing on 101.5 KGB. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll have that first word for you to text. Win those iHeartRadio Music Festival, uh, not only tickets, but I think it's a whole trip we're giving away, isn't it? Aren't we flying you off to Vegas, putting you up someplace, and getting you tickets for the two nights, one stage, whole event, the whole big schmear. You know, we've risen to the top of our game here with this. Three times today, we'll tell you what a different word is. First one coming up at 9 o'clock. Dear Dave, I've been dating this guy for seven months now. Things are getting serious, but there's one thing I I cannot get over. It's definitely a red flag. I don't know if it's a deal breaker. Red flag. Maybe it's one of those things that's just going to annoy me forever. I don't know. I don't want to be involved in that. Anyways, I was wondering if you and your crew would be able to look past this, or is it, in fact, a deal breaker? Okay. How open-minded do you feel today? Not at all. What? (laughs) I feel shut down after my wheel of fun was shamed. It's the worst idea ever. Best. Boy, or how open-minded are you today? Oh, I'm much more so than Emily. I'm always willing to listen to reason and sensibility and offer my own glorious and proper assessment. Oh, I feel much better now. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. I'm always here for you and our listener friends. Oh, you know, what a guy. What a giver. Thank you, Chris Boyer. What a guy. Yeah. So here she goes. Jessica says, my boyfriend is obsessed with his cat, Lily. I'm an animal lover. I found it cute at first. I even love that she sleeps in bed with us whenever I stay the night. I don't mind. 
But Lily had kittens recently, and that's when it started getting weird. He was so happy when this happened. He took a picture and posted it online with a title saying that now he's a cat dad for these kittens and that they are his babies. His post got a lot of likes and reactions, but when I saw it, I felt totally cringy. And he is constantly referring to these kittens as his babies. And I snapped the other day and I said, it's just weird. It's weird and it's creepy. And I don't like it. (laughs) That's what he told me that since he's the one taking care of them, it's the same thing as a parent-child relationship. He is actually their dad and they are his babies. So he refuses to stop and now I'm totally weirded out that he considers himself an actual cat dad. I'm wondering if you think is this an annoying red flag or is this the get the hell out of there red flag? I feel like she's answered her own question, but let's yeah. see let's see what you think. So I didn't see the behavior as a red flag, but she clearly does. She's not getting over it. He's not changing. So Well, let's see if you can talk time to- let's see if you can talk her away from the cliff at least. I'm kind of like, who cares? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but that's not good advice. She clearly cares. Yeah. But really, in the can you help her not care? I don't I've been know. I've been to, I've She's, been talked out of things that I care about. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it and really it surprised me. Sounds like her heels are dug in that she's bothered by it. And I had my heels dug in, and okay. I was bothered by it. And I had a guy just say, "Hey, why don't you calm the f down and stop taking yourself so seriously, you big fussy pants?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "Oh, okay, sorry. Guess I was being a big fussy pants." <laughs> Sometimes you need to be told that. Maybe she's not being a big fussy pantser. I was at the time. Okay. I just feel like she's giving those words power that they don't really need to have. Cat dad. Yeah, so he's a cat dad, whatever, you know. It shows that he's nurturing, and if you guys ever had a family together, he'd be very protective and loving of the family. That's good advice right there. So I think that's helpful. If you're bothered by it, he's not going to (laughs) change. And so you've got to shift or you got to get out. All right. Chris Boyer will come to you last, of course, as always. We spin our wheels and waste our time talking to these pointless talking heads here on our show. Chris, Chainsaw's next. Yes. Thank you, David. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's a euphemism, cat dad. I mean, you know, and if you make a big deal about it, he's going to dig in his heels and st- suddenly start looking up DNA and thinking he's actually the biological father. And it's, just gonna, it's a slippery slope. You know, it's it's very nurturing, as as uh, Emily said. It, it's nice. We love our 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 pets. I call my dogs my girls. Do I think that I'm their dad? No, but I'm kind of the father figure. So it's a euphemism. I think it's fine. She's being a fussy pants. Ooh. Okay. So Emily and Chainsaw together think, hey, stick with it. Yes. If you can figure out how to get past, lighten it. up, yeah. Francis, a little yes. bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sarah, I think it is such a turn on when a guy is so loving and cute and caring with those animals. Jessica, it's sexy. He is going to take care of you when you're sick. He's going to be the best caretaker ever. Same thing he's only said about the kids. He's going to be such a good dad if you want to be serious and have a family with him one day. I think it's a turn on. Well, look at you. 
I am surprised, people. Thank you very much for reminding me that uh, you can surprise me every day. <laughs> That's what I love about you guys. I really do. You're uh, you're not predictable. Put it that way. Let's go to Chris Boyer for his completely unpredictable answer about this man who is a cat dad. Chris Boyer. Jessica is spot on to be very concerned about this (laughs) because it is a man's job not to be a caring nurturer. It is a man's job to be a protector and provider. Kids are my babies. Oh my God, it won't be long till this guy is sucking down estrogen tablets and fully transitioned, (laughs) or at the very least, marching in buttless chaps in a parade next June. She's got to get out now. This guy is going to be a mom, and that's exactly what he wants to be. All right. Mom, not a dad, not a man, not a leader of the household. Now, what was the beginning of your lecture? Your uh, When a, a man is what? He is a protector and provider, not a caring nurturer. Okay. Who cares and nurtures for your dogs? Uh, they, they don't get cared and nurtured. They oh, get protected God, and provided. <laughs> It is my job. People. 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 You're so people. full of it. Oh, yeah. a, a little confused. And you've been wow. in butler's chaps. Just, oh. <laughs> a little compassion. Just because oh, just because he kisses these tongue kisses these dogs on the open mouth. Yeah, does not mean that that's caring and nurturing. Do you baby talk your dogs? Yes. Yes. Oh, do you kiss your dogs on the mouth? I do. Hmm. Uh, do you pet and love on your dogs? I pet my dogs. You love your dogs. Do you love you? your dog? I, I do. You ran out of the studio crying about a lost dog. Did you run out of the studio crying, crying about a lost <laughs> yes. dog? No, I was yes. not crying. <laughs> okay, I take, all right, I take it back. I take it back. You weren't crying. Were tears freely streaming down your cheeks? <laughs> could barely speak when I had to call to ask why you had just jetted out of the studio. Why was that? Because of the sobbing? I was yes, so excited was at the opportunity up. of oh, finding this dog. No. You were broken. You were emotional over it. Did you uh, Did you tell me that day you had to duck out for an emergency or did nothing matter and you dashed out of the building and I wondered what the hell happened to my man? I don't know, sir. I oh, do. Yes, you do. Yeah. I do. It was the latter. Okay. Well, it is a man's job to be a protector and a provider, and I was running, rushing to protect that dog. Right. Yes, yes you were. Yes, yes. you were. Uh-huh. But you, all, you, you say that it's either or. You can also be a loving, a, a lover, and a nurturer of these animals. But you do do that with your dog. Listen, this guy is going to be. Oh, nursing. I'm sorry. Was I busy establishing a fact? <laughs> wow. Was I busy establishing a fact that you wanted to ignore? My bad. Where where we already have a caring nurturer in existence. Who's that? That is the cat that has birthed these things. Mm-hmm. It is her job to lick them. It is her job to let them suckle at her teat. It is her job to clean them. And yet, it's going to be Jessica's boyfriend who dresses up in a cat costume with a fake uh, rubber tongue and rubs it all over these Does that kids. happen to you when you find that dog out there in the street? No, Put on your rubber tongue and all that? I signed a thing and said I wouldn't talk about that. He's got an NDA and we are going to respect it. Uh, we are. Okay. Jessica, get out.
right, I got three people saying it's totally cool, and I got Chris Boyer, who is 100% shamed by his own actions and hiding from the truth. Yes. <laughs> Bless his heart. Yes. Well, Emily, what is coming up in the Half-Baked Crackpot news? Uh, I don't know if anything is going to be delightful. His really? That revelation, but we'll try. Oh. We're going to talk about guns and target slashing prices and the alligator dressed up like a dog, according to Chris Boyer. And then more guns. Yeah. And guns and guns and guns. Yeah. All right. Are we doing a news quiz today, sir? Yes, we are, sir. What do you got? We have um pair of tickets to see the Fab Four Beatles. Or they can choose. Look a... at that! The bumper music ran out. Wait, wait, wait! What did you say? Or a gift card to on the border. <laughs> Where? They are uh, on the border. They can have their choice today. Coming up next, home of the DSC. Okay, Emily. What's our top story in the Crackpot News for today? President Biden appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live last night to talk about gun control, among other topics. Number one. I have issued executive orders within the power of the presidency to be able to deal with these, everything having to do with guns, gun ownership, whether or not you have to have a waiting, all, all the things that were within my power. The two talked about what the next steps are for gun laws in the U.S., with Biden saying he doesn't want to overstep his power. He added that he will not abuse the power of executive authority, which could jeopardize American democracy. It was Biden's first in-person appearance on a late-night talk show since taking office. He is in L.A. uh, for this week's Summit of the Americas. All right, very good. The House is passing a series of bills restricting access to guns and ammo. Number two. On this vote, the yeas are 223, the nays are 204, the bill is passed. That's a close one. Mm -hmm. What was that? That was the Protecting Our Kids Act. Thank you, Mrs. Boyer, for the uh, vote count there. Hmm. It was passed yesterday with things now moving to the Senate. It includes raising the minimum age to buy semi-automatic rifles from 18 to 21, as well as a ban on large capacity magazines and tougher penalties for trafficking firearms. And that would be a nationwide? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a federal thing. All right. Um... Police in Montgomery County, Maryland, have released some of the 911 calls made after a California man showed up near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home with a gun early Wednesday morning. Nicholas Roski called police as he walked near Kavanaugh's home and told them about his plan to kill the justice and himself. Number three. Those of us who were here. um, Three. Three. Okay. Those of us who were here. Sorry, she's typing. She said six. Six. Sorry. Not three at all. Not in anyone's number. This is why Anna and you guys are working on your math. <laughs> she needs help. How did I get lumped into that Because you're being her tutor. You've been really helping her with her math. She needs a little more help. Huh. Right. She, she says, I need a wheel of learning. See, not so funny now. <laughs> could hear every single word. The caller is Nick. What? I don't. could hear every single word. The caller is Nicholas. Roski, advised he's What's going on over there? I think Anna needs a production square on her wheel. Hello? Hey! I know! Hey! I know! Snap off! I know! Snap out of it! I'm sorry! Alright then! Jesus. You ready to hear this? I could hear every single word. Whatever that the is. The caller is Nicholas 
Roski advised he's having suicidal and homicidal thoughts, came from California to act on them. He's got a black suitcase that has a gun in it. All right. He was armed with a handgun, knife, pepper spray, arrested while on the phone with the 911 dispatcher. He told the judge that he is on medication and that he had a reasonable understanding of the trouble he was in, but he wasn't thinking clearly. Um, the FBI searched. Oh, well, then let's let him go. Simi Valley home yesterday. Yeah, I wasn't thinking clearly. Okay. The Jan- free pass. Go ahead. <laughs> I yeah. don't think that he's going to get a free pass. Better not. No. Uh, but nice of him to call 911 on himself hmm. before acting on his bad thoughts, I okay. guess. Yep. The January 6th House Committee is preparing to hold the first of at least half a dozen public hearings starting tonight. Uh, we have Maryland Democrat Jamie Raskin on what they hope to accomplish. Number three. Those of us who are here um, are hoping that it communicates the absolute gravity and immensity of these events, as well as how bloody dangerous it was for everybody who was present. Ohio Republican Congressman Jim Jordan says the hearings are all about political theater. Before. This is completely choreographed presentation, completely partisan. The good news is the American people have figured all that out. I don't think these guys agree on what's going on here. No, it sounded like two different One guy's talking about death and blood and guts and the end of the world, and this guy's saying it was nothing. Mm-hmm. How can two of our political leaders who work in the same room have such vastly different viewpoints? It is a head scratcher. Mm-hmm. Mm. Perplexing. All right. The panel investigating last year's attack on the Capitol will hold a rare primetime session at 8 p.m. Eastern, so 5 o'clock our time. Do they have any plans on ending this whole thing with that day? Or is it going on forever and ever? It'll go on until the next uh, presidential election. Forever and ever. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, four people are reportedly dead after a military aircraft crashed in Southern California yesterday. Number five. We have a military aircraft down Highway 78, just west of Coachella Canal Road. I don't know what she said. An Osprey crashed near the oh. Arizona border in Imperial County, mm-hmm. where rescuers found five Marines on board. Hmm. It was based out of uh, Air Station Camp Pendleton, and investigation is ongoing. That's our guys. Yeah. Uh. A noise advisory is in effect for parts of East County today. The Why? San Diego County Sheriff's Department says the Department of Defense... Boy, are mowing the lawn or something like that? <laughs> no. The Department of Defense is conducting training exercises near Alpine and Descanso today. Are they blowing up Alpine? I don't know if they're... They will hear explosions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say they may see or hear military vehicles and are being told to not be alarmed if they hear explosions. The exercises reportedly not response to any real world events. They just need to practice. Unless some sneaky country decides today's a great day to blow up Alpine. Right. We'd all be like, whatever. <laughs> it's a drill. In happier news, Target is slashing prices. Okay. After stocking too much pandemic merchandise. Um, this is actually not just affecting Target. There are other companies that have said the same. We have too much stuff. And with inflation, people have cut back on buying fun things. So now we got to slash the prices to get them to buy it. So things like home decor items, TVs, clothing, that's the merchandise that is going to get its prices slashed in the near future. I don't have an exact date, but keep your eye out, Sarah, if you want to stock up on clothing for dirt cheap. You know, these garage sale moms are going to be out there and clear the place out inside the first 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 
got to get up early. You got to be the first one in line. You got to be a committed target bargain hunter. Cool pine camper. Otherwise, it's just garbage. Yeah. It'll be the scraps left over. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there's a big old tampon shortage, and Time Magazine a lot, looked Sarah. into it, and when they asked Tampax... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. When they asked Tampax what's causing the shortage, their answer was Amy Schumer. They're saying they launched a new ad. bleeding that much? Apparently. They launched a new ad campaign with Amy in July of 2000 or 2020. I never saw it. Did anyone see it? Well, you can see one of her commercials at 101kgb.com. You saw it. I've seen her commercials for these, but I don't understand. Are they so good people are running out there and just buying it? Like, I don't understand the connection. Yeah. Because they're that good. Uh Uh-huh. Well, remember, we're teaching people that men can menstruate now. Do you... You disagree? I mean, is that not your particular brand, your go-to brand? I this person from Playtex or Procter and Gamble, I forget which one it was, said uh, when Amy Schumer was signed on to do these commercials, the sales for these skyrocketed, mm-hmm. and by skyrocketed they meant seven percent. Hmm. Now well, I have a little bit. Tougher definition of skyrocket. Seven percent increase is nice. It's very nice. It is. And good on Amy. I'm Mm -hmm. glad it was successful for all of them. But they were showing pictures of empty store shelves where Kotex and tampons and all I don't know what brand we're talking about here, but you know, girl stuff. Yeah. Where that stuff all supposed to be and there's just empty shelves. She just had regular commercials from what I from what the ones I saw, Mm. nothing crazy out of the ordinary viral or memorable. So it's surprising to me. What about her um, influence as a celebrity? Oh, she, I used to love her. She's just gotten worse over the last couple whoa, of years. So whoa, I don't whoa. know. What happened? Uh, what was she just hosting or doing? Oscars. Yeah. Will Smith. Just her thing about Chris the, Rock. Oh, she's just Oscars. Lost. So annoying. Um, she's just gotten less funny and more politically obnoxious. Is that right? I don't know. Has she really? Too, too, too much. Like, just be funny again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, She's lost me. All right. I guess you're not going to buy her Kotex, are you? <laughs> Apparently, we're not going to buy any if the shelves are empty. Mm. Very good. What else is happening? So, in last year in Missouri, a guy hooked or a girl hooked up with this guy in his car, and she got an STD after having unprotected relations with him. And so she demanded that Geico pay her one million dollars, which was his car insurance. Geico said, Mm-mm, no way, not doing it. So she took them to court. And this week, a, Missouri's appeal, a Missouri appeals court ordered Geico to pay her $5.2 million. How do they figure? So it boils down to this. Geico refused to get involved initially and wouldn't join the guy's defense. The court later said that that was them opting out of a defense. And then that guy and girl went to arbitration. And uh, based on the documentation she provided, arbitration awarded her $5.2 million, And they reached some sort of agreement that limited his personal liability, putting Geico back on the hook. And there was a precedent in Missouri that was set in a similar insurance case. So because of that stupid precedent and Geico's stupid lawyers allowed this couple's stupid decision decision to warrant a stupid payout. So this girl and this guy hook up in his car. Yeah. He gives her gonorrhea. Yeah. Or she says, well, you've got car insurance, so I'm going to 
file a claim yeah. against Geico. For a million. Can't wait to see this little lizard talk his way out of that one. <laughs> What's your take on this, Boar? Uh, Geico needed to better protect itself by excluding that type of loss. Uh-huh. If that's at all possible. I mean, statutorily in, in that state, it may not be possible to do that, but uh, this is only going to increase the costs for their ratepayers, for their policyholders. So she suffered, well, that happens every day, though, right? Every single day, someone files a claim. That's the risk that all policyholders face. Yes, and those are risks that the actuaries who calculate the losses and things like that that are expected, those are losses that are, that are perceptible, right? You think, oh, guy, guy has car insurance? Well, he's going to hit something. He's going to kill somebody. He's going to hurt somebody. It's conceivable. Car, so there's conceivable losses. But uh, I don't think an actuary ever intended nor predicted or considered considered that a <laughs> dose of the clap, you know, what about a baby conceived in the back of the car? Do they have to pay for the delivery of that child? Yeah. You know, now you've got all sorts of. She certainly has opened up a world of wonder that no one had considered. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're going to cover their butts mm. going forward, I bet. You're saying that's how she got the STD? She didn't cover her butt? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It was a rear Unprotected. <laughs> mm, I heard that's how the monkeypox happens. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the appeals court judges even said he didn't think Geico got a fair shake in it, but he had no choice based on the precedent. Mm-hmm. Well, how about that? 5.2 million. Jesus. I'd take a nurse of the clap for 5.2 mil. Would you? Yeah. You bet I would. Very good. Most people get it for free. You That's know. Chris Boyer once again doing anything it takes to improve this show. I'll get gonorrhea if it makes this show better. All right. Thank you. I'll even endorse it. Bring me an ad campaign. Ew, uh, gross. You know. It's, these are all these meetings that we're having this week. So why we had to end yesterday looking for ways to you know come up with creative advertising for you. So there's Chris Boyer's input. Uh-huh. Go get him, Terry. Take you and your team out there. Tell them boys willing to get gonorrhea. <laughs> what are you doing? That's the clap. <laughs> you know, everybody needs God. a little... Anyone get that besides not me? No. I, I sadly <laughs> did. <laughs> I, I understood where his weird mind went. Oh. Everybody has a little ding-dong jingle package or something, and so that's... Hey, no copyright on that. There's, you don't have to pay jingles. So you're working place. out your ad lib right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm Chris Boyer for gonorrhea. Yeah. Let me hear it. Let's hear what your delivery would be. I'm Chris Boyer for gonorrhea. Just when you think uh, you'll have no memory of that wonderful one-night stand you had, now you'll have plenty to remember it by when you get your next six injections of penicillin because you got a dose of gonorrhea. Oh, you changed the jingle. I did. That one is copyrighted. (laughs) You just did car wash. Ah! She's right. Rose Royce is on the phone. <laughs> but tomorrow's name is your buzzer. buzzer. Songs with the clapping in them. <laughs> Songs that Boyer got the clap to? Okay. Huh. Well, that was a good, uh, good start right there. Uh-huh. What's coming up in a round two of the Half-Baked Crackpot News? Again, I don't know how to follow Boyer's act. Yeah. But we will talk about the alligator. The that alligator was mistaken for a dog because Boyer dressed it up like one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a heat wave coming. We'll tell you about that. The heat dome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, how much 
can you get paid to be a professional blunt roller? Hmm. (laughs) This would be the ideal ad lib bed (laughs) for your gonorrhea commercial. Are you a little funky in your junkie? (laughs) You know, a good car wash can get semen stains out of your upholstery. Went too far, didn't you? Took it too far, didn't you? (laughs) Now I just never know when the the X has been taken. We were there. We had the exit, and you swerved us back onto the freeway and caused a 10-car pileup. That a boy. Good job. Just never knows when to shutty. No. Okay, what do we have? It was not a car wash ad-lib. I've gotten some email during the last break here, and Uh I I have to say I'm on the listener's side on this one. Okay. What exactly was Chris Boyer selling during that ad-lib? Was he pitching the benefits of getting gonorrhea? I, that was the impression I got. Huh. Well, he that's said the, he would... the idea. Huh? The idea is that uh, gonorrhea will give you uh, wonderful memories for days to come. And you can share those memories with uh, oh, okay. friends and family. I thought yeah. you were going to be doing an ad lib for an insurance company that would protect you in case you got gonorrhea. But you actually were on gonorrhea's side. Oh, yes. Yes, he said he would get the clap for $5.2 million. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And they, they really encourage you to use the product before you pitch it. Okay. <laughs> well, what a show. <laughs> All right. What is uh, happening in the second round of the Crackpot News? Excessive heat warning issued for parts of San Diego County. Today? Yeah, it starts today in about Uh-oh. 30 minutes. Uh, expected to go through Sunday evening at least. Desert areas in the county expected to reach between 112 and 117 degrees. Do I live in the desert area? I don't know how far out you are. It's going to be hot, though, in your area for sure. Let me see. The high today, the hourly high is going to be 84. Oh, my God. Call the president. <laughs> At what temperature do we declare a heat warning, Mr. President? 700 billion and a trillion, 300 million, billion. Well, oh, okay. that is hot and sweaty. <laughs> Taste it. Yeah. Oh. It says 84 for the high today. For your house? Oh. Whoop-dee-doo. Okay, well, I guess you're not so deserty after all. Well, who does live in the desert? I don't know. Walter Tortoises. White? <laughs> Porpoises? Tortoises. Oh. Yeah. The porpoise is doing in the desert. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right. It's a hot one. Uh-huh. Like seven inches from the midday sun. Look at you go. Buzz in. Emily. Emily. Rob Thomas. Bam! <laughs> Boyer. Boyer. It was so me. It was so you? Yeah. Sorry, Boyer. So you. <laughs> go ahead. Rob Thomas. Bam! Boyer. Boyer. That is a Santana featuring Rob Thomas performing that's right. smooth. You guys all forgot the uh, Santana no, part. That's what I thought he was second she, in billing no. or whatever. No, right? no, 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 no. I, was, I know Boyer's I was wrong right. now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. It's a tampon shortage, girls. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. really well done, Chris Boyer. Thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> you don't like that? No. Uh... All right. What else do we have? Um... Uh, 
A man in Florida was walking around outside a place called the Warm Mineral Springs Motel, which is right near a river. This was um, Monday evening, and he thought he saw a dog approaching from the other direction. It was 1230, so it was dark out, but he thought it was a lost dog dragging what looked like a long leash behind it. Aha! So he let it get closer, and that's when he realized it wasn't a dog, it was an alligator. He hmm. tried to run, but the alligator was able to get him by the leg, would not let go, and ripped a small chunk of muscle off. Oh, boy. Ooh. That's not good. Mm-mm, that's got to hurt so bad. I don't think that grows back right. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He managed to get away, flagged down a cop. They got him an ambulance and off to the hospital. Other than the mangled leg, he's going to be fine. And they were able to find the gator nearby and relocate it. Other than being mangled for life. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's fine. Where's Tony Joe White when you need him? Come well, on. Limp it off. Come on. Mm-hmm. Seriously. So the alligator was just over seven feet long. So, you know, totally looked like a dog. <laughs> I, I don't think Chris Borey is very sympathetic. <laughs> no, sir. Okay. Cops in Florida were called to a waterway on Sunday afternoon after someone reported that their jet ski had been stolen. Police arrived on the scene and spotted the guy floating out in the distance. The cops needed their own ride, so they borrowed a boat from a family that was preparing to go out in the water. They pulled up to the guy on the jet ski with their guns drawn and demanded that the guy come to the boat. He said he didn't know how to operate the jet ski, so he was just floating on it. And he told the cops he couldn't get to them because he didn't know how to swim. I saw... The cop uh, camera mounted video of this. They're totally making fun of him. <laughs> they were not only pointing their guns at him, they were laughing at him. Oh, okay. They did. They were mocking him. They're like, you stole a jet ski and you don't know how to swim. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> the jet ski was returned to its owner. Good. Mm-hmm. A former burglar claims mm-hmm. the best way to prevent a break-in is to just put up a beware of dog sign. Mm. They say if you have a dog, great, but it works even if you don't because the average burglar won't risk it. They'll try to move on and go for a house that might not have a home uh, protector. Mm-hmm. But then someone else says, well, dogs are a hot commodity right now, and so you might be putting yourself up for a break-in if someone's trying to steal a dog. So mm. there's that risk. Okay. On the they only want to side. steal the expensive ones. Just get a garbage dog and uh, nobody's going to take it. A garbage dog? Yeah. Something with 19 different kinds in it. And kind of stuff that you're trying to pedal every other weekend? Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants my garbage is, dog? <laughs> what kind of dog is branded? Garbage dog. <laughs> All right. Snoop Dogg employs a personal blunt roller. Or, uh, it's a full-time position. The guy travels with him, and he has access to as much weed as he wants, as long as he makes sure that Snoop has a blunt at any time that he wants it. And uh, he, in 2019, that guy was making somewhere up to $50,000 a year for that position. Of course he was. Mm-hmm. But uh, Snoop just tweeted this week that that guy's salary has gone up because of inflation. So, pretty nice gig for uh Anybody. Stoner. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that too. Mm-hmm. A dedicated drinker in Wales broke a Guinness World Record by visiting 56 different pubs in 24 hours and having at least one beverage at each. An alcoholic beverage at each? No, he did not. Oh. He mixed it up. Okay. G- Gareth. Gareth. <laughs> Sarah, could you hang with a Gareth? 
That seems more like Emily's camp. You got oh, hey. <laughs> ouch! <laughs> Return serve. I Sorry, Emily, I don't want to take your boyfriend, <laughs> Gareth. Gareth, he that's my reading. radio name on Kixie. <laughs> Gareth, Gareth. <laughs> Hell yeah! Playing a lot of a little Whitney Houston and uh-huh. uh, the Commodores. Easy like a Sunday morning. Good to be with you on this Thursday morning. It's Gareth. Hi. (laughs) 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 Gareth. God. Gareth. All right. So Guinness World Records said you have to have a drink at every pub, but it did not need to be alcoholic. He said he did have some beers, but he also mixed in orange juice, apple juice, Coca-Cola, lemonade, Diet Pepsi, and Cranberry juice. Hmm. Oh, how he didn't have just the worst stomach ache. And a lot of peeing. Yeah, he said. Of course, he is European. Ah. He did say at the beginning he only had to pee once every 10 pubs or so. Oh, my God. That would not be me. By the end, it was every two or three pubs. I'd be going two or three times at each pub. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Are you a hydrator? I try. Do you? Yeah, but then sometimes I get annoyed at the bathroom break, so I cut myself off. Me too. Which is not good. Me too. I uh, I prehydrate. This will be my routine today. Mm-hmm. I have a certain amount that I like to prehydrate before I go outside. Uh-huh. So I'll do that. And once I start that, my body starts going, okay, you're going to be peeing for a while here, pal. Uh-huh. Right away. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is coming. You're one in, one out. Right away. Mm-hmm. And then I take with me. Mm-hmm. When I'm outside, picking up a few miles. Then mm-hmm. I get home and I post-hydrate. Mm. And then you know what my body does? When I'm post-hydrating, it goes into camel mode. And it says, don't worry. We're not going to want to pee until about 1, then 2, then 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, what a dirty, rotten trick. Every time. How rude of your body. I know. When I start, I'll start today about 11, 11.30. Uh-huh. Right away, I'm going to be, well, I'm not, I could just be drinking and peeing at the same time. Just keep it even. <laughs> just, it's in and out. Okay. Just keep it even. Uh-huh. And then when I get back, I'll be drinking again. Does it hit you on the trail, too? Occasionally. Mm. That's tricky. Yeah. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I had a biker surprise me one time. Right. <laughs> Idiot. Shouldn't bikers. have been on that trail anyway. I don't I like bikers that. anywhere, any place, any earth at all, period. No, I need more to the story. Can you go past your? I just got a text from every citizen on Earth. Me too. (laughs) Uh, But then I get home and I continue the post hydration, Mm -hmm. and it's like, don't worry, you're not gonna have to pee until one o'clock, and then it's gonna never stop. Yeah. And I'm assuming you've tried just standing at the toilet before bed to see if anything will come out. Standing at the (laughs) toilet. What a horrible thought. (laughs) Is that the name of my new band? (laughs) Standing at the toilet, starring Emily, (laughs) is the name of my new band. I don't like. I didn't like hearing it. I didn't like it. Just curious. It's not your first day. (laughs) No. Uh, no, that doesn't work. Right, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Every night, one o'clock, bing. Two o'clock, bing. Three o'clock, bing. Aren't you glad you hydrate? God. Every night, I wish I was dehydrated. (laughs) 
but not so much that you're willing to go diaper yet. No, I'm not. And I'll tell you why. Every day when I get home, I am just, I'm so sweaty and gross. I'm soaked. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't wait to get those clothes off. Uh-huh. So I can't imagine what it's like having that in the pants. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Mm. Do you have that problem, Sarah? I know you hydrate, don't you? Yes. We, ugh. Me and Chainsaw have talked about this. We pee all day, all the time. Mm. But it doesn't hit you horrible. all through. It doesn't hit you through your sleeping hours. Only if I... It does not wake me up in my sleeping hours. Only if I am woken up. I was woken up this morning at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, I have to pee. So then I had to get up and my go. My pee wakes me up. Mine does not. I, I, luckily, it turns off at night. But... Ugh, all day, all day. I'd like to be like my dog, Frank. He knows how to hold it all day long. Then I take him out for his evening walk, and he pees about 78 times mm. in that 10-minute walk. Mm-hmm. And then he's good. And it's an astounding amount, what he's been holding. And he's an old man. Hmm. You know, he's like 13 years old. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> it's incredible. Trained himself. I, I need some of that. Stand at the toilet before you go to bed. <laughs> no, that diaper thing isn't bad. I've worn diapers and... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. We were in here on the show, and I took... Now, hang on. Is this going to be... <laughs> a diaper I just got a text from gonorrhea, and they're like, hold it. We have conflict? exclusivity. Is this a conflict? Sorry. Is this a... a They've a, got exclusive services for all uh, genitalia function. All penis uh, leakage mm. is uh, all theirs. Okay, well, uh-huh. shoot, then I should probably... What is stop. this about? You wore a diaper? Well, yeah, I'm here on the show. <laughs> there was a bit where I was wearing a diaper. And I had a bottle of water. It was at least a quart, and I poured it in the in the diaper, and you could not tell. I mean, it was a little heavier. It's got wicking to but pull it, the moisture away. It pulls it away, and then it somehow solidifies it like a brick. Are you two <laughs> encouraging me to wet the bed? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I'm suggesting that it might not be the worst possible option. What's the best possible option? Uh not having to go clearly that's the best thing is not having to go but if you do have to go then it's gee do i want to wake up get out of bed right sleep disturbed or or just uh let her rip right there in the diaper and which one are you suggesting is better maybe the diaper all right astronauts wear them (laughs) (laughs) including the crazy one that drove 40 hours to kill her lover's girlfriend it might not be such a bad option i'm just Mm. suggesting that perhaps in your dotage don't be afraid your your advice to me don't fear the diaper is wear a diaper and wet the bed well you don't wet the bed if you wear the diaper you know what i'm go in the bed yes yeah 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 Yeah. that's your advice give it a try let freedom ring standing in the toilet is starting to sound better i don't like either one of you today (laughs) then do your kegels that's not the problem but that helps with middle of the night uh, urge to pee why it's not the problem it's It's, just it never stops but it's a pelvic floor thing and when you're maybe when you're laying in that position that's why guys have you feel it too guys have pelvic floors and kegels or that muscle yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's right under my non-butt belly button (laughs) (laughs) all right i gotta take a break here am i taking a break or are we what are we doing do you want me to news quiz it yeah you can do that real quick Did I hear we're doing a news quiz right now? Yeah. All right, let's do it. 
570-1015. Hi, you're on the DSC. Do you want to be on our news quiz? Of course I do. What? All right, here what? we go. A guy in Florida thought he saw a dog, but what was it really? Oh, my that God. bit a chunk of his leg. Oh, it was an alligator. You win! Yes, it was. It was a gator. Oh, my God. Thank you. We've got some email to go through here before we finish up this Friday Eve. That's what we like to call it around here. It's Friday Eve. If a guy tells Tammy Faye Vicky he wants to pee in her front butt, does she automatically get offended or does she ask which one? (laughs) That's a good question, Richard. Quiet Talking James, very upset by you people talking about buttless chaps. He says, please remind everybody, all chaps are buttless, grrr. <laughs> As a longtime chaps wearer, Quiet Talking James is irritated at your ignorance. Mm. Dear Dave, I have a way Sarah can cool up her belly button outie. Tell her to get a uh, rope gold chain with a pendant that says out and then the capital T and hang it from her Audi. <laughs> this will appeal to the younger generation like her son Shane who recognized the rapper lifestyle as the coolest. Ice it up, huh? Mm. Love your show like Brandy loves peanut butter but is shamed by the way Boyer feeds it to her. <laughs> that is... The Hall of Famer Carlos checking in. Dear Dave, I wonder if Chris Boyer's Get the Clap promotion, if he can fit in the tagline, The Clap, it's gonorific. Regarding Boyer versus the team, I don't know anything about swamping the lifeboat of dumb. But Boyer's answer today, he's the Titanic. (laughs) That is listener Lance checking in. Following today's Chris Boyer versus the team. And I think that gets me to uh, the end of today's emails for today. Thank you, everybody. DSC at 101KGB.com is our email. Use it all day long. Uh, what other things to be do today, Sarah, on this Thursday DSC show? Well, Dave, you tried to stay away from the Padres game because you are bad luck if you watch them, sir. I think so. But mm. that didn't stop the thousands of text messages with all the updates coming all night. And then, Dave, you uh, heard from listener Teresa. She was having sexy time with her boyfriend. She yeah. Took, she took a trip to the Deep South. And she felt a bump that's not normally there, so she turned on the lights, and that's when she noticed there was a tank on his tank that was in her mouth. Sounds <laughs> like a Dr. Seuss book. Ugh. 
going to excuse all of us. It's Senator Oz to you now, or at least that's what Dr. Oz is going for. That's right. Mm-hmm. We heard about the, um, we heard about how Colt is spending his summer. Oh, God. Spinning <laughs> the wheel of learning, Woo! the wheel of lies, the wheel of broken dreams, the wheel of death. Whichever you prefer, it's all the same. <laughs> the wheel of learning. Yay! A more... Said no one ever. <laughs> ...depressing title. Never before. Ugh. It's the wheel of learning time! Oh, God. And everyone ran. <laughs> to spin it. They ran to the wheel to spin it. <laughs> I'm surprised the cricket showed up. <laughs> Then it was time for a boy versus the team to send listener Valerie to the San Diego County Fair. The question was, this adorable cartoon character was voiced by someone who then later became a drill instructor, went to Vietnam. The team guessed Mickey Mouse. Good guess. Boy. <laughs> you don't like Boyer's guess? What did Boyer guess? Boyer guessed Woody from the Toy Story, a.k.a. Mr. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? <laughs> Yeah, I saw him in the Marines. Looking for that Ryan. Saving Ryan Reynolds. He was in World War II and Vietnam. But you said Woody. You said Woody. I said Woody. But the correct answer was Bambi. Bambi. Bambi voiced by a Marine drill sergeant. Can you believe that? Hmm. We heard that the PGA is making a big move today, playing dirty and releasing repercussions for players taking part in the live tournament um, that kicks off today. And I think after a very long discussion on that, overall, PGA, you got to up your budget. You cannot even compete with those payouts. You're going to lose. Then you heard about how I brought shame into the family. Stupid butthole belly button is so embarrassing mm. to Shane that he was telling his cousins all about it. Isn't there some some team of doctors without borders who can come in and just team up on you and just <laughs> scalpel, suction, <laughs> go to work on you? I need another doctor. A doctor gave me this one. They always, my hernia. They've always got some kid walking in with a mangled lip or a sideways nose. How come you don't qualify I for this? I feel like I should be top of the list. I agree. But still not as shameful as the chick rocking those high boots who took out tables and tables of food and red wine and hid in the bathroom sobbing until they begged her to come out. How much would you have paid to be there to watch that? I, I would have paid to be at the table she took down. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. The highlight of the year. I, want, I don't want to just be there. I want to be part of it. <laughs> so good. Yeah. We hear from listener Jessica, who's been dating a guy for seven months and just cannot get over this one thing that... His cat had kittens, and he is now calls himself a cat dad and calls them his cat babies. Cat daddy. Babies. Uh, most of us were fine with that, but Boyer says a man is a protector and a provider, not a... Car- car- uh, I'm sorry, not a... Stupid spell check. What was it? A carer? A caring Carer. It's not carer. Don't go with that. Go carer. 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 So not that nor a nurturer, nor a crybaby over a lost dog. Carerer. Mm-hmm. During the crackpot news, we learned that stupid Geico had to pay a stupid girl a stupid amount of money, $5.2 million, for getting a stupid STD in the backseat of a stupid guy's car. <laughs> While talking about hydration, we got a new band, Standing at the Toilet, starring Emily. Mm. 
And then Boyer and Emily tried to talk Dave into wearing diapers. Mm. <laughs> but finally, David. Mm. Amy Schumer is to blame for the tampon shortage since she is the face of Tampax. And that's when we learned Chris Boyer wants to be the face of gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a Friday left for you. We'll have that for you. What is it? Uh, Family Feud. And more fair tickets. And John Fogarty tomorrow. Love your show. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.